0: Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of the podcast where I'm joined by Wayne from Wayne's Taxidermy. We talk about the wolf issue in Oregon, which is so politically charged, so very passionate people on both ends. And if you're looking to get good information, my goal for this episode was to bring it to you as unbiased and as opinion free as I could get and i must say there's a lot of opinions in this episode and there's also a lot of language so uh, but i believe i also provided a ton of facts and wayne also provided a lot of good insight from the wolf advisory committee meetings from the ag side of it the cattle ranchers and i i feel like as a whole this is going to provide people with a lot of actual good information out there uh, coming from the hunting side the wolf advisory committee side and in really understanding the other side. Where are they getting this information? How are they getting it? And uh, you know, as is, is passionate as I am, I, I'm sure I'm still biased in some areas, as is, is, is passionate as I am and as much as I love to hunt, but I believe that the research that I was able to find uh, and, and do and, and bring together, cross-reference with other uh, studies, I found the truth. And I believe I am more passionate, I've dug my heels in, and I am more confident going into any conversation now moving forward that I'm on the right side of the the conservation issue with the wolves and that we as hunters are the solution and uh, we definitely definitely need to become more active and so hopefully this will prove people wrong that are out there saying things in the hunting community I'm looking forward to people changing their opinions after this one uh, or maybe rethinking some things about the wolves Getting good information out there because there's misinformation from each side—from the pro-wolf side, from the anti-wolf side, from the from the ODFW side, from the cattle side—and then somewhere in the middle is probably the truth, and that's what this uh, podcast episode was designed to do. As hard as that was uh, for me to wading through 90% pro-wolf stuff on the internet, and then the rest of it is anti-wolf, and then there's that small sliver of actual good science in there where you can tell there's not really much bias on either side. And that's the stuff I went with. And it took hours, uh, many hours of, of actual legitimate research and Googling and stuff like that, like anybody can do. And, uh, I hope that coming out of this, you go out, you do your own research, you form your own opinion. I'm not hoping to tell you how to think. I'm hoping to help you, um, along the way to, develop your own thought process on this i don't want to ever have anybody basically form their opinion and copy my opinion i want you to form your own and uh, hopefully this just helps get you off your butt go do your own research become active politically go to these meetings have a say let's get this spot at the table that we as hunters should be a belt uh, a tool on the belt that they use rather than one that they just hear on facebook telling them how we're going to shoot shovel and shut up because i don't think that's going to do it so Uh, thanks everybody for listening to this podcast and, uh, definitely explicit language. So if you have kids, you might rethink about listening to it with them, uh, in the car or if they can hear it. And, uh, outside of that, I hope you enjoy. I'll see you at the end of the episode. Bye. Okay. So, uh, that was good.
1: Well, I thought it was perfect. Yeah.
0: I just wish we could post that up while we talk. And so people could listen to that while we talk or watch that.
1: Well, you probably could somehow. No, I don't know. You'd have to do it YouTube or something, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll I'll make that the thumbnail for the YouTube channel.
1: There you go. <laughs> there you go.
0: So uh, let's go ahead and dive into this, man. Because there's, um, I just we kind of went through my notes a second ago, and you can see I kind of nerded out on it. And uh, there's a lot to talk about. And this is this is coming. This episode's coming from the recent post of the ODFW stating the 2018. Um, Population for the wolves, and it was like at 100 and what 24 or something like that
1: in 2018. But that's the same population they counted what two years ago. Yeah,
0: I think they gained two.
1: Th- that's impossible, is what
0: they're saying. And uh, well, when you when your neighbor in Washington is gaining an average of 30 percent a year, you got to wonder how good they're counting these wolves.
1: well they're not counting them at all.
0: So I'm gonna turn you up a little bit more
1: there. There's wolves constantly popping up on Facebook. People are taking pictures of, and they don't know who they are. Right, they're not collared. They don't know where he came from. They don't even know where this wolf was from or what. So
0: throughout the state,
1: throughout the state,
0: and then you have my my problem with that. We're, we can get into this here, but I'll, and I'll make a point and We'll come back uh, around. But my point is, is when you say that you're full of shit. You know, you, no, there's no wolves there. They, there's no wolves there. That's what they will tell you. That right. Um, and it's like, no, I here's a picture. That's that's not a wolf. That's, they, they will just basically tell you unless you have a bio unless you're a biologist, you got letters after your name you're full of shit and they don't you have no credibility with them even if you have proof right. I just and to me that depletes the the trust between us and, and the OF and W right there.
1: Well, but you got to understand um, God where it all starts, right? So we have one of our commission chairholders in Oregon for the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife is a guy by the name of Michael Finley, mm-hmm. and you've probably seen me put stuff about him. This dude has been, with this involvement, you know, the reintroduction since inception. Right. So Bruce Babbitt was the leading biologist for the reintroduction into Yellowstone. Michael Finley's right there with him. Okay. I mean, and together with a few others, they uh, they started all this. I don't think it's happen chance that the dude's a, a commission shareholder in Oregon. Mm-hmm. I, there's no, there's no doubt in my mind The Oregon, the governor appoints him anyway, but he's there on purpose. Right. Right. So that's the other thing, you know, you can't have someone who is pro one species, in my opinion. And benefit and, the whole herd. And benefit the entire, entire population of wildlife in a state. He belongs to a group called Oregon Wild. Okay. Yeah. And they are pro wolf. And so we, as hunters in this state, pay his salary, which I have no idea what it is. It doesn't matter, but I'm sure it's six figures, right? Mm-hmm. So, how much of that money does he donate to Oregon Wild? See, we're kind of cutting our own throat, <laughs> if, you, if you know what I mean, right? We're paying right. this guy's salary, and then he's donating to a, an organization that is pro wolf and they're anti-hunting, not
0: hunting, anti hunting conservation,
1: all that, um, all and, that stuff, and they're not footing any of the bill for the wolves at all. That's still coming out of hunters' dollars. Hmm. Yet we have zero say in anything. Doesn't that seem a little? bullshit to you because it does to me it seems a little
0: backwards that you know the our community is in general typically I, th- I believe we do the most work uh volunteer work conservation work work for just you know even just you know fences for the sage grouse all this other stuff random stuff we, we do a lot of work i really don't see them out there doing anything they raise all this money and then you know when somebody says, "Hey, where's the money going?" It's none of your business. Well, I think it's going to bullshit lawsuits and tying us up in court and that's stuff like exactly that. I where think that's it goes. Yeah. probably where most of it's going. But you know, like Rock Me Out Elk Foundation, they're very transparent where their money goes. They, they they show you the projects where it's going and stuff like that. They show you where all this stuff is going. But when you get to these anti uh, or or pro wolf or pro this or pro that, they're not so transparent. Right. So, and and it really does make make sense if you say maybe are hold a political seat or one that is elected or given to you by someone that is very liberal, probably doesn't like she sure as hell doesn't like guns. Kate Brown, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would. I don't think it's too far of a stretch to say she wouldn't prefer us anybody to have guns, and say hunting's probably right up there with all that too.
1: Well, and I think that might be part of the reason of this entire reintroduction. It might be one of the reasons. I'm right. not, that's why I say part. I don't think that it was solely based on to take our guns away. Right. But I think in the longevity, maybe it might have been. Nice circle right, around. It might have also been to break down the uh, you know, livestock industry. Mm. I mean, cause, and, and that's what I'm going to touch on a bunch today because most of the meetings that I've sat in on, that's what they're talking about. You right. know, Because that that's the most you know i've looked at your notes and the things that you gathered and we talked about them and and i think they're all great they have all to do with wildlife Mm -hmm. but think about how much easier it is to study these things and see the damage they're doing on livestock because it's a hell of a lot more controlled Mm -hmm. you see what i mean you Mm -hmm. know they're they're right there these guys see it every day they deal with it every day and and believe me, the ones that are getting hit are dealing with these. They may not lose a cow every day, but they are getting fucked with every day, mm-hmm. every single day. They're getting harassed by wolves, so they're a problem. They're a major right. problem. But let's go back. Let's start. Yeah, let's let's be as fair as we can to the wolf. I went into this
0: thing, <laughs> and and you know I'm going to get right off the bat here. I'm just probably going to run some people are wrong. I'm not anti-wolf. I'm not anti-wolf. I, I think it's kind of stupid unless maybe you're a rancher, which would make more sense to be anti-wolf, you know, because sure. that's like a shoplifter coming to your store every day and Absolutely. trying to rip you off. So yeah. I I can understand that, but as a hunter and a guy that just loves you know hunting and, and wildlife and all that stuff, and I consider myself to be you know hunting as part of a conservation tool, and I want to see animals in general do really good. I do. I'm not anti-wolf. I'm anti-bullshit anti BS, I'm anti misleading smokes and mirrors, anti ODF and W telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about because I don't have never gone to college and went into debt to go out and make this much money a year and be able to say that that's a that's a marble muralette wing, you know, beat over there or whatever. I just if you're not a biologist, I just feel like you're not taken seriously by a lot of those guys. I'm just anti propaganda and agenda. I just want the truth. And I think for me I wouldn't even be doing this podcast if I felt I wasn't giving a line of bullshit. So, I felt the need to come out and do this podcast because I want to come in it from a from a objective standpoint of what do wolves actually do, what are the problems, what could be the benefits, why is this even a big debate, and all this stuff. And so, yeah, you're right. I I got tons of notes in here, and uh, you know, I'm not like I said. I'm going to make it very clear. I'm not anti-wolf. I don't hate wolves. Uh, I I hate the uh, thought of the agendas and the politics behind the wolves is, is where I get rubbed the wrong way. Does that mean I want to see wolves in my state? No, I really, you know, I don't want to see wolves here. I don't think we have
1: the herds to support them. I don't think we're ready for well, them. Well, that's just it. You know, I'm not anti-wolf either, but yeah. I am anti-wolf because in this day and age, we just don't have room for them. We just don't. Yeah. And and that was the reason that they were eliminated in the first place. And that's where I wanted to start, right? Let's go back to, let's go back to before this country was ever really started, right? Okay. <clears throat> so people come here. White settlers, you know, um, Lewis and Clark. We'll get. We'll start there. They they made notes of buffalo by the millions and antelope by the billions. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Not very many people on this continent. You needed a fucking wolf. You had to have one. There's no way that the Native Americans could have depleted. You know, they they couldn't keep up with it. Right. And so, if a wolf went in there and whacked thirty buffalo or elk. They didn't even put a dent in it. Yeah. No one cared. No one cared. There was no one to (laughs) care. (laughs) There was no one to care, number one. Number two, there were so many critters running around. You had to have that. You Mm -hmm. had to, right? And that boom-bust theory, right? That's kind of what a lot of people rely on. There wasn't a boom-bust. There wasn't a boom-bust. It was always this, right? They kept them in check because the numbers were here, and there was this many wolves. And maybe sometimes... More die-offs occurred on either side, but it wasn't because one population boomed and then that caused the other one to be decimated because there was nothing left, right? Maybe like a hard winter or a fire. Anything. Depleting some reason. Sure. Okay. So as time goes on, we move across this country because we think we have to fucking own everything and we kill almost all the buffalo off. Massive herds of elk and antelope numbers, and all to starve out a race of people so that we can own their shit, right? I mean, honestly, that's what it was about. I'm not strong in that area, so I'm not going to act like I do. But I'm following you. Okay, so but I mean. I think it sounds any,
0: historically <laughs> accurate.
1: Anybody, it, It's not even hard. There's no black right. and white. Just look at it. Hey, we started colonizing and we moved all the way over to the west side. And right. Wait a minute. These guys don't want us here, so let's kill their ass and we'll just ask. Basically, that's yeah. That's how it works, yes, right? That's yes. how the world works. Whether you want to believe it or not, right. that's the way it works. Back then, if you have something and I want it, you're dead and I'm going right. to take it or you're going to give it to me. And, Along yeah. the, the, you know, when that happened, they brought in the sheep, they brought in the cows. Mm-hmm. They'd already depleted most of the ungulants, right? Or not most, but a lot because mm-hmm. they lived off of those too, right? To mm-hmm. build their stock up. Well, they didn't kill the wolves off. And now all of a sudden we got a problem. Right. Because the wolves are eating our fucking sheep and they're eating our cows. So we have to get we have to get rid of them. So we eliminated them all, right? When does it say 1947 was the last wolf killed yeah, in Oregon? Yeah.
0: So- I wanted to go over the the history of Oregon um, and wolves in here. And the state of Oregon sponsored or paid for the eradication um, of the wolves via bounties, and the last bounty was issued in 1947. Okay. Um, and then fast forward 1995, 96. I think you know exactly what those dates are. Oh yeah. Um, you know, 94, 95, and 96 was a really good year for uh, if you were, if you were a predator like a bear, a cougar, a wolf. Because a lot of horrible decisions for man, <laughs> absolutely, were made, especially in Oregon, where you know hound hunting was taken away. Um, you know, the uh, the hunting community lost a lot of tools, and oh, God. We, we gained a lot of um, a lot of predators via not being able to harvest them as efficiently as we used to, and via uh, transporting them from you know Alberta you know, area down to the yellow cent- central Idaho and in Yellowstone, right so that you know those three years there
1: really sucked to be a sportsman and we dropped well, the ball we did that was probably it, it you know we got outvoted here yeah so i don't know how the other states worked i don't think there was ever any vote or any say on whether they were going to reintroduce wolves into yellowstone because they wanted them to help control the elk population within right. the park which at the time was like a hundred and thirty thousand animals right there was
0: a lot and just so you know the the favor uh i'm not sure i think this is fairly accurate for current um voting standards but 60 to 65 percent favor of reintroduction um is what we're looking at today so if you're anti <laughs> re- reintroduction you're losing by a pretty good margin right I mean, that doesn't sound like a good margin but voting standards if you're getting your ass kicked all right so yep
1: but yeah go ahead go on um you know so they reintroduce these things in the park and in short order, you know, they eliminated the... They've taken better than 90%. They've removed better than 90% of the elk inside that park in yeah. today's day. That's pretty impressive. Well, I've got here... Um, That's not help from hunters. No. That's just wolves. No, and and
0: <laughs> I printed off a few studies and charts, and I just wish we... I wish we had this online, but I didn't want all the comments coming in and, and kind of distracting us from, right. from, from talking and stuff. Or, or it getting too heated, but... You know, they went from, uh, just in one northern Yellowstone elk herd, um, the Yellowstone area, went down the first 10 years of reintroduction from 20,000 down to 4,000. That's 80%. Yeah. Yeah. And that's
1: in the first 10 years. Right. So, But see, they knew this would happen because they had done studies in Alaska prior to the reintroduction. The one was the island I was telling you about with all the deer. mm -hmm. Right. So they have this island that's populated with a deer to the point that even mass tag you know allotments wasn't really yeah. knocking down the numbers enough which you know we're not as efficient as a wolf okay we're not we and we can't hunt 365 24 <laughs> 7 we can't right okay so there's a huge difference right there if we could if we could go out there and shoot one every day i'm sure we could throttle it back pretty good right right so they reintroduced wolves they started with 24 they decided hey this is a, this will help control the deer mm-hmm. within six years they had eliminated all the deer and then they were finding because th- the only other thing on that island were black bears hmm. and now they're finding in the winter these wolves would dig these bears out of hibernation and eat them You're because they had me. nothing else
0: seriously
1: <laughs> so Jesus. guess what they had to do they had to go in there and kill all the wolves mm-hmm and then repopulate the island. How many dollars did they spend? I have no idea. More than they should have. Mm-hmm. Think about that. There are units in Idaho, the Lolo unit being one of them, yeah. where they were decimated. Yep. Just wiped them all, killed every freaking elk in there. The wolves ate them, gone. They paid money to reintroduce elk to the Lolo. <laughs> what kind of sense is this making? Right. You see what I mean? Our predators are going completely and totally unchecked. Not, not necessarily totally right. We can still hunt bears here. We can still hunt cats here. How many cougars do you think get taken annually? Not yeah. Before we had about five hundred. We had like a a quota in most units of like eighty cats. Some of them were lower, right? Yeah,
0: the coast this year hit that quota, but it wasn't that many cats.
1: Well, okay, like hundred and thirty something cats.
0: I don't, I don't. Yeah, know. but is that included in the ones that they have? No, that they take. I don't believe. I don't. I don't know. To be honest with you, well, um it's not enough cats. We have like sixty six hundred cats estimated
1: here. I know, I know that they answer because well, I just know what comes into the shop, right? Right. I would say roughly eighty percent of the mountain lions that come into my shop. Mm-hmm have been trapped by ODF and W because they ate somebody's mini horse or goat oh, really? or whatever they did. Hmm. Very few, 20%, come in from a hunter yeah. that actually was lucky enough to see one and get it killed. Most of them are coming from livestock depredation. Right. That tells me something. That tells me we ain't got enough fucking umbulance. Right, oh, And these cats are like three years old. What's a three-year-old Tom doing down there eating your goat? Hmm. It's because he he's got nowhere to go you know bigger older cats going to whip his butt mm-hmm. maybe there's nothing up there to eat right i mean there's a lot of them and there i
0: mean back, and back there's when a lot i was of a kid the, do- the population has doubled in the, since i was a kid like in the last 20 years because when i was when i was a kid going to all the uh, local ODFW or the uh, OHA meetings the, the they were freaking out because 94 95 or 94 happened the hound hunting happened and then the cougars were starting to become a prevailing problem and and everybody was bitching about them probably 10 years after that about not even 10 years after that probably sooner than that and they were saying 3300 cougars were above objective we can't keep up with them all shit's breaking loose and now we're at 66 we're double that yeah yeah about or more known right known okay that's a very important number and i'll come back around to that later but um that's a problem. It was a problem at three thousand. That's when. That's I think uh, I, I forget what the actual objective was back then, but I believe it was around three thousand, and we were at thirty-three hundred when I was a kid.
1: Right. So There's something wrong. What's with that, that tell us? That tells us that no matter how big and badass and how great of a hunter you think you are, you're really not that great because you're, you're not or up. you're not doing your part. Right. You're only hunting the deer and the elk, which you know. That's what strokes our ego, right? For most of us, right? Look at this rocket. Look at this. Look at that. Look at me. That's mm-hmm. what this. That's what the hunting world's really become. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. Right. Well, fuck you, because <laughs> that's all you're wanting to do. What about? And there are there are handfuls of guys, especially locally, the Bateman boys, uh, uh, on foot films. Those guys go out. They try and call cats. And yeah. the Batemans have done really well. They've killed several. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not saying. Not everybody does their part, but most of us don't. I'll be honest with you. I don't really have time to fuck with them. I want to, but I don't right. have time, right? So what do I do? I try to go to every meeting I can, which I think is important, Yeah, just for knowledge, if, if nothing else. And I got myself a seat on the Douglas County Wolf Advisory Board Right. because it's Th- important. Thanks for doing that, by the way. It's important. You right. got to, right? I can, I can get on Facebook like everybody else mm-hmm. and type it up, shoot a pack a day or whatever the fuck they call it, right? <laughs> but you look like a douche. You're not going to shoot a pack a day. You couldn't do it even if you thought you wanted to. Right. My guess is most of those guys don't even get off their ass anyway. Mm-hmm. So shut up. You don't. Most of the stuff we see on social media is the sign I held up earlier, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? On the opposite side of Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife. right? It's just a bunch of dudes talking shit. And right. you don't know anything about it other than we got a bunch of wolves in the state that are causing damage. Uh, other than that, what do you fucking know? I agree. And, and to be honest, it it's it kind of, I'm not going to say it pisses me off. It really
0: does. Well, I guess it does piss me off because I'm, I see that and I'm like, if an anti-hunter or some anti-hunting organization wants to make a point that I don't believe to be true, they're going to take your stupid comment. Right. Shoot them all, kill them all. Shoot shovel, shut up. Smoke a pack a day. See it all the time. Right. Only wolves. A good wolf is a dead wolf. All this shit. I see that. You can see that. Literally, almost every comment it doesn't on make it. the community. It look doesn't good, make, does It doesn't make. Yeah, no. It makes us look like shit. It, <laughs> it makes does. us look like what they're portraying us to be. Right. When you stupid. Have, yeah. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uneducated. Right. You know, and and that is where you know I bitch about not being taken seriously. I think it's because as a whole, that's what we're coming off as. Right. It's not good. And so that's another reason. You know, I I had guys, you know, say, long story short. So I've been on that side too, where I sound uneducated. I'm not going to say I'm innocent in this thing. You know, my shit's not. None of us are. I, 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 before doing all my research, I thought that these were a different breed of wolves that we had here before. I thought these things were bigger, badder, meaner bad wolves okay
1: well they are a different they are a little bit different than what we had before
0: slightly genetically but i'm not right? going to say they are a they're not the scientifically speaking they are the same scientific name than wolf same wolf we had here gray wolf is right. a gray wolf okay right uh but you know guys want to call them timber wolves. well if a timber wolf is living or a gray wolf is living in the timber then sure yeah it's a timber wolf you know sure okay <laughs> those things those
1: things so. aren't as big as people think right they don't so I they they vary kind of like a mountain lion does. Yeah. One thing I've learned about a cat is they come one of two ways. They're either skinny mm-hmm. or they're full. And the difference can be thirty five to forty pounds. Really? Yeah. So a cougar or a, a wolf is going to be the same, right? He's eating well, he's gonna be maybe 125, hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty pounds. If he's not, heck he could be one ten. Right. One hundred five. They're well, not that leads Man, to me, they yeah. are like track stars. They're yeah. not what people think. They're not this big, bulky, you know, muscle head. They're like an Olympic track athlete, and they will run your shit down and chew <laughs> your ass out and then right. kill you, right? That's what they do. Right. So there's no way. Great example to, to kind of comparison. Look at a Rocky Mountain elk mm-hmm. and look at our Roosevelt's, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's, gener- I mean, maybe not a huge Rocky bull, but, there's a sizable difference, especially a hundred in the pounds, cows, 200 pounds. right? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. But if you booger these Roosevelts on the coast, mm-hmm. if you have any kind of wind at all, you can usually catch up to them again, right? You ain't doing that with them Rocky Mountain. Now, good luck. They're gone. Yeah. See ya. We're talking a right? herd can go five, fourteen, ten miles.
0: Uh, you know, east yeah. side over here. Good. Goodbye. And then go over here on the on the coast they might go one drainage right. maybe or even wrap around and do a circle on you know right they know where they're going before they go there um so i am glad you went over that because that brings me into something uh one of my points here that i was wanting to make is it, you know the history of oregon wolves you know how big did the o- wolves here that used to be here and were they gray wolves they were gray wolves they right. were uh, they were a gray wolf that lived in Oregon. Uh, There's an article here that from 1910 editions of the Bend Bulletin. I'm I'm just going to read it here. I have a report in Prineville about a large gray wolf. This is in 1910. Being killed for a $117.50 bounty. Said to be the largest ever seen in this part of the county. This is out of the article here. Guess how much it weighed? 120 120 pounds. 120 pounds. 120 pounds. Up to, um, yeah, 120 pounds. And they said it was... The biggest one ever recorded in those parts and that is straight out of a local newspaper.
1: And that's a big wolf. Yeah. Think about it. I mean he's he's over six foot long if you're holding yeah. him. Yeah. He's just a big long sucker. Well, I guess know? the
0: best way to, to describe it would be you know how often are bears misjudged on size? How many one hundred pound, three hundred pound bears DC come
1: in? You know what I'm talking about? Every <laughs> single every single uh, bear that comes through the door I that it is a hundred pounds is two hundred <laughs> pounds. Oh, it's two hundred pounder, and I look at it and I'm like, <laughs> that dog is thirty five. This thing might be fifty five. <laughs> it's seriously. I've shot small
0: bears before, and, and who granted, hasn't? You know, it's a learning experience until you. Why why can you go up to a human and say within ten pounds how much they probably weigh. It's because you're around them all the time. You see you them every the, day. You know the anatomy. You, you see know them every what day. You weigh. I know what I weigh. Right. Okay. We don't see. wolves we don't know shit about wolves here. No. I've never seen one in person. If I saw a hundred twenty pound wolf, I'd probably say it's a hundred eighty pounds. You know. Well, sure. There's the world record. World record wolf weighs a uh, hundred or two hundred and thirty pounds. Was the uh, one of the largest or the largest wolf ever recorded. And a biologist just to go even farther than that, uh, biologist in Montana who's weighed over a thousand. Through his studies, says there he hasn't weighed one over 140 pounds. These are the same wolves, same wolves that were transplanted from Alberta, the same ones that we have here today. Right. Uh, So the largest wolf ever recorded in Ben, we're only talking 20 pounds, 20 plus pounds. And if you're comparing the skulls between the new wolves, and I believe this from the study and the research that I done, we're talking the skulls from the old days that 1910 day right. versus now we're talking they're millimeters bigger millimeters okay to me that doesn't sound much but no, it's it also not. does make sense if the farther away from the equator an animal gets on like like a wolf or an elk or a mule deer right the bigger the body size will get because it has to stay warmer the farther away from the equator I could so believe farther that. North. Sure. i believe that i can sure. buy that so that makes sense why they're slightly bigger slightly, um, kind of like a Roosevelt to a, a Rocky, right? bigger than the ones that we have today. So, yeah, are they slightly bigger? I'm going to say, yeah, but we're only talking 10, it, it 20 would,
1: pounds. It wouldn't make a difference. And, right. the, and the wolves from there aren't any different than the wolves that were here previous. They're not. They do the same thing. Right. They, they do the same thing. Yeah. They get worked up and they kill stuff. Right. An average
2: of,
0: uh, and from what I've seen, an average of about, you know, and it's so varying, but 22 or 12 to 22, you can say 16 and be pretty accurate. Wolves, um, one wolf will kill 16 elk a year on average. Um, Some sites are more, some sites are less, but on average, if you just take the median of what I found, 16, that's a lot. Uh, Yeah. That's a lot, a lot. Yeah, it really is. And their diet is about 95% elk when it's available. So, uh, you know, to answer questions because that, you know, I was wrong on that one, and that's where I was wanting to go is like, you know, I was guilty of saying these aren't the same wolves; these ones are more aggressive, they're bigger. Right. I hear they're, that all the time. They're yeah. assholes, you know. They're they're bloodthirsty, and I'm not saying they're not bloodthirsty. I I'm not saying they are not bloodthirsty i am not saying they do not surplus kill. Um, and I will get into that here in a second because I was told by the ODF and W on their by one of their four geniuses on their handling their uh, social media accounts. That basically, I'm wrong. That they don't surplus kill. There's no evidence of them ever doing that. There's no fun that they've ever killed for fun.
1: And and that's a blatant lie I, because the bullshit. wolves here are doing just that. The one right here in Curry County. Curry County, and he, I can read the
0: report off yeah, my
1: phone. So you got the report already, right? I do. Yeah, and, and these are the things. At the time I got that report, it wasn't out. It, it wasn't out yet? to the public, so I couldn't. That's why I didn't want to say right. anything. Um and I have to kind of hold back a little bit, right? <laughs> well, I,
0: I I want to make clear that, you know, even though you're on the Wolf Advisory Board, that doesn't mean you're pro-Wolf. That means that you're just on the board to give our our perspective. And, like, you tell people you're on the Wolf Advisory Board, people are probably going to think, oh, what a douche.
1: Okay, so let me explain <laughs> that. Then the Wolf Advisory Board is comprised of a couple of local business owners, which I am one, okay. right? And I have a vested interest. I'm a taxidermist, mm-hmm. Okay. A couple of agricultural people, Mm -hmm. livestock owners. They have a vested interest. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of pro-wolf people. And basically, all it is is we all take votes and talk about what we're going to do because the wolves are here in Douglas County, and they're about to be a major fucking problem, a major problem, just like Jackson County. So I can get into some things. But what I've seen so far from the little time that I've been there and the meetings I've I've seen, all it is is a huge, giant expense mm. because we're not killing them. They're right. not going to let us do anything to them. We have to try and keep them at bay to the tune of thousands and thousands of dollars and man hours just to keep a wolf from eating somebody's cow. It's fucking ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous so beyond that. So before
0: we get into that, are you able to say what the costs – Or is that getting into your no-no zone?
1: Well, I can tell you, I will say this, that Douglas County, I'll say this much. Douglas County is looking for a $50,000 grant. Are they? from the the general I'll well, say that much. I
0: found uh, in my and notes and it's not
1: going to go very goddamn far. Well, I found in
0: my notes <laughs> that there was like 100 and I think $27,000 that was granted to multiple counties to reimburse livestock. That's 120 or there might have been more than that, but I believe it was around $127,000 that we are now paying for wolves to kill livestock. Yeah. Basically. Makes no sense at all.
1: Wait, you know, that's a lot of money.
2: A what, lot so, of money.
1: So think about that. We're paying that. mm mm-hmm. Mhm for reimbursement right. instead of collecting the tax money from those livestock sales. Mm-hmm. And so let's touch on livestock real quick since, okay. since I know most about that. Let's just talk about what wolves have done yeah. with livestock. And this will go into the report for Curry County. It'll go right nicely okay. into it. So <clears throat> one of the last meetings I sat in on was was pretty much there was a ODF&W guy there, there was a U.S. Fish and Wildlife guy there, and there was an, a retired ag agent he had been an agriculture agent um in lagrand in oregon and eventually retired and moved to idaho because he was so sick of the politics that go on here Hmm. at any rate they were all there to give us their spiel on the wolf and what was going on in oregon he came with solid evidence It, it was really amazing what he had done was He couldn't get the funding here in Oregon to do the study, so he went to Idaho and did it, and he collared cattle that were around collared wolves Mm -hmm. and watched them and watched the interactions. And so he showed, he goes, here you go, here's the cattle right here in this corner, and oh, here comes a wolf. And we don't know how many wolves, we just know there's one Mm because he's collared, right? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden he goes, just watch them. Mm -hmm. Here they are, now they're up here in this corner. The wolf's still down here, but the cows are up here. Mm-hmm. he goes, probably doesn't mean anything to you guys, but I want you to know that from there to there is three and a half miles. Look at the time lapse. Hmm. He goes, what I know about cows is they don't run nowhere. They're not running for any reason. So something happened. The wolf didn't kill a cow that day, but something happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Later on that evening, oh, here's the wolf again. Mm-hmm. He showed up around the cows. They run down to this corner. Mm. That corner was like four and a half miles. Really? So what he's saying is there's lower birth rates because they're getting run all the time. Right. Lower weights on the scale. Right. So you're losing money because your cows are running instead of just feeding. Right. Okay. Then you have the depredation on top of that. He also had some pictures of a mangled calf. I mean, it was ripped from one end to the other. It, mm-hmm. it, it was really kind of gross, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, check this out. We want to show you this. He says, can you believe a wolf would just shred that thing like that? And and um, we all kind of shook our heads, and he goes, well, a wolf didn't. What happened was the cows had gotten around in a circle mm-hmm. to protect this calf, mm-hmm. and they trampled it to death oh. because the wolves— and they showed when it happened, right, collared cows, collared wolf, he's running like this, and they just, they trampled their, they trampled their own stuff. Hmm. The other thing they're found, finding out is that cow dogs aren't working because they, they turn around and try and fight them. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of, before, you could put your border collie or healer whatever you use, you know, send them out there, and they push them back to wherever you need them. That's not working anymore. mm so they did a study where they had. So you're saying the cows are now associating ranch dogs with wolves? Yeah, they're just. Oh. It's a dog, so they're going to stand. That's and interesting. So what they did to to prove it was they took cows that were living around wolves, cows that were not living around wolves, and they put them in this pen. Mm-hmm. And then they walked. it They set off some wolf howls and then walked a German shepherd down along the pen. The the Cows that lived around wolves were clear to the back of that thing, all facing the dog. Really? And the cattle that didn't live around wolves were right up next to the dog. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, he came with all this information and studies that he'd done on this and had it all down to, you know, how much the average weight was that they lost and, and, you know, the birth rate and Mm -hmm. all this stuff. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife guy puzzling enough came with very little information and he had shown how the wolves have traveled from like mount emily um down the 97 corridor and that's how we ended up getting the rogue pack rogue and klamath and then down into lassen right Mm -hmm. the the one in california Mm -hmm. he's he said in that meeting he goes i swear to god we're not transporting them well before being asked before yeah really he just he he came right got out ahead and said it. yeah got ahead of it and i thought well okay Why that's, would a, you say that? <laughs> that's a funny thing to say number one number nah. two um i nobody here knows whether you really are or not right And we can say that they are we can say hey they're they're putting wolves in there so they can build the pet we don't know that we right. don't know that and if you say oh bullshit i saw them cutting wolves loose no you didn't no you didn't you're a Liar, because they're not going to do it in front of anybody that's not going to keep their mouth shut if they are right Right. the other thing is is if this asshole doesn't believe in god i don't care what he says (laughs) you can swear to god all you want that doesn't mean you're not driving them down the road i don't know that you're showing me blips that this wolf came down the 97 corridor well maybe he did Mm -hmm. but what about the other 30 of them right you know we don't know so the one in Curry County, he had killed. You have the report. How many did report. he kill? I, I guess 30. Let me see here. Maybe that was he the said, grand total.
0: Uh, a producer, USDA Wildlife Services Specialist discovered 23 dead sheep okay. and a partially fenced pasture on private property. 23 dead sheep. After the discovery of four dead lambs. Right. So pushing 30. Two additional carcasses were uh, later found as well.
1: So, yeah, 30. Okay. So, he wasn't sure whether it was a wolf or not. He was pretty sure it was. Mm-hmm. Right? We're talking about the USDA guy. Yeah. So, they eventually got this wolf on camera. Okay? hmm Oh, we know who he is. Well, his collar isn't working. Right. I've read that in a few spots. It hadn't been working. Mm-hmm. So... I don't give a shit what they say. He's not by himself. They're saying now this wolf is working alone. He's a lone wolf. He's out there doing this all on it. He killed all 30 of those by himself. The fuck he did. There's more than one. They may not have got him on camera. Maybe they only got the one. I don't know. But he ain't by himself. Hmm. I know that to be bullshit. And they like to say that, oh, it's just a rogue random wolf that made it over there. No, he didn't. Yeah, he he might have made it over there, okay, but he didn't go there alone. Well, that's that
0: leads into something that, you know, I I I was accusing him of transporting wolves and I have zero proof and it's a consi- conspiracy theory and Well, and they travel just ungodly I was going to say, you know, with the more research I do, they really wouldn't have to transport them no. because they haul ass
1: through a long distance. They can cover tons of ground they in a do. day. We had a yes.
0: um I believe there was one of our collared wolves that went all the way back over to
1: Montana and <laughs> I, don't, I don't doubt it. <laughs> Holy we'll shit. see. And doesn't that kind of shoot the the bullshit theory that oh man these are different wolves they brought them down because yeah. Canada's right there. Yeah. they just can, one state away. You know, within if if they have a big enough population, why couldn't they come down? Right. And I'm sure they do. I'm sure those northern borders, you know, the wolves in Minnesota and stuff probably bounce back and forth, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure they do. I'm yeah. sure up there in Washington along the Canadian border, they're bouncing back and forth.
0: Well, that just, I mean, this is just part of all the stuff that, you know, I, I believe we're getting the half, half-truths. Yeah, it was a wolf attack, and they're saying one wolf probably, probable, probable. they're not even completely saying it was a wolf attack, but they're saying it was consistent with a wolf attack. Even though there was a wolf in the area, he he had a collar, but it quit working. Um, you know, it just that just to me
1: adds to the smokes and mirrors it does of what they're doing and they have 68 collared wolves but only monitor 14 of them what in the f- is that yeah why why are we paying for 68 collars if you're only going to look at at 14 of them well batteries go bad or this goes bad or that goes bad we'll figure it the fuck well, out why aren't we being proactive and and yeah and keep go batteries. replace the freaking battery yeah, then or, it's a hell of a lot cheaper than the whole collar right? right I mean money is just being thrown at these stupid things like nobody's business and all they're doing is costing more money that's my big that's my biggest Fucking beef with it, right? What are we thinking? We are we're looking to take thousands of dollars from a general fund Mm -hmm. to help protect livestock against wolves, and it okay, it works for a couple of days. (laughs) Are we giving the
0: ranchers a decent
1: price for their cattle, or are they getting screwed? Is it pennies on the dollar? I I don't know. So what what do you think? So let's say let's say I buy one of my pack goats. Let's just use that because that's going to be the easiest for me because I don't know what the dollar figure is on right. beef cows right now. Right. Let's say I give 500 bucks for him, right? Which okay. I wouldn't, but we'll say I do. I got him when he was just a kid and now he's 3 years old. And you know how much work I put into one of those fucking it's things, right? All the right? feed and time. And feed and time, right? right? And now he's ready to go and we're going to be packing out. Gareth just got to kill one, so it'll probably be another 4 years, but we're going <laughs> to hope anyways. Um, <laughs> And then here come the wolves and they kill my freaking goat. Well, he might have been worth 500 but how much were you into him? That's the whole thing, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, how much are you into him? A shit ton. The vaccinations, the time, the, you know. I mean, God, I, I've never... I'm not a cattle guy i'm not right but i know what it entails a little bit right they got to go out there and help them birth they've got to do all kinds of crazy shit it's a full-time job and then some right to make enough money to do it again next year right and now you've got to dick around right and lose livestock or put up flattery or run the range and try and keep these things at bay, it's t- it's complete and total bullshit. US, USDA guys, mm-hmm. they can't answer. If I get a cat down there eating my stuff, they ain't got time for me because they got wolves over here barking on this guy's cows every single day. Mm-hmm. They've already gotten into them, so they're going to come back every day, mm-hmm. every single day. Those ones in Prospect, Butte mm-hmm. Falls, that pack, I, I just about shit myself when I've read reports on them. Mm-hmm. They're messing with those guys every single day. Hmm. When's enough enough? Right. That's what I want to know. When is when? When is enough enough? Well, I guess my question would be: Is is what is that person's um, what what rights do they have? You know. What, well, they don't have any rights I, because they're federally protected. So basically, it's like fuck you. You know, if you know you have the right to keep losing cows or give it up. Right see and that's what makes me think that there's something bigger to this you know way bigger than what we're digging at it's already decided they want to have wolves in colorado kansas nebraska and the dakotas think about the livestock industry in just those states alone
2: Hmm.
1: and colorado has a huge elk population right And they got wolves there now well they fought for their lives and lost ground right So, how long do you think it'll be before they're in Kansas? Yeah, I have no idea. Not very damn long. As fast as they travel would be, imagine, wouldn't be, yeah, wouldn't be too long. So, and we're not doing anything. We've already talked about it. What was the the population growth in Montana, the 500% thing we talked about? Oh,
0: you want me to go over that real quick? Well, yeah, because,
1: I mean, they're allowed to hunt them in Montana. They have seasons on wolves, right? Right. Okay. So. Well, let
0: me uh, let me go over this. In 1995, 96, this is where it all started. Right? right. That's when we brought the wolves down. How many do you think we brought down? Thirty-five. Uh, we they released. They say sixty-six wolves into Idaho slash into Yellowstone
1: 1995. So okay. So was there were multiple th- things. Thirty-five released in Idaho. Sorry, I don't know what I. Right. Well. So. It, there's, there's a lot of conflicting
0: information. I had to go sure. to about six different sites to find something I could see. But right. um, So, you know, and this was over, uh, and they say 41 over three years in, in, in certain areas. But um, if you wanted to, it would be 31 in Yellowstone, 35 into the Frank Church Wilderness in central Idaho. Right. Kind of like what that's, you were saying. That's what I, my uh, numbers that I knew. The they You know, they were saying originally, and you might have to give me a second to find my note here, that, uh, they wanted originally 30 breeding pairs, or in parentheses, parentheses 70 to 100 wolves. Um, fast forward 10 years, 50 percent decrease in that area for elk. Five to 600 percent over the original goal. Five to 600 percent over the original goal. So Montana state "Montana stated, and this is something that I wish again Oregon would do that the wolf counts are based on minimum number of wolves." Sounds familiar right you know uh they actually estimate they what they do is they have their minimum counts and then they say 25 to 35 percent higher than that which would put the whole area in that area five to six hundred above objective of what the original agreed upon amount would
1: be they're not keeping up with them right well and they're allowed to hunt them right so what's that tell you Mm -hmm. we can't do it we can't can't, we can't you couldn't yeah. So go smoke your fucking pack a day and let me know how it works out for you. Because obviously it's not it's not a feasible objective, right? Right. That's why they poisoned them to begin with. Because right. it was impossible right. <laughs> to go out and shoot them all. They're well, not stupid. They're not. It, you know, it's not like, God, we are so misconstrued on how wildlife works. You know, we are hunting a prey species mostly. Mm-hmm. That's what most of us hunt, Right. Right, where you right? see the ungulates and stuff like that. Yeah, That's what we, hunt. we we hunt an elk, we hunt a deer. I'm not saying they're totally stupid, but they're not brilliant. They're not a cougar. If they're if they were brilliant, yeah. they would. We'd have a hell of a time getting them <laughs> killed. Right. Right. So you're messing with a critter that has way more brains. God, and I hate to say it, but really, in the reality of things in this day and age, probably more brains than the average human walking around. Right. Right. And we think we're going to go out there and just. Keep them knocked back to where they're not going to be an issue. That's smoke that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, smoke uh
0: well I wanna I wanna also go to a different area. You remember how I said they they also planted a thirty five into the Frank Church um, central right. Idaho area? Right. Guess how that elk population is doing since two thousand two. Well it's gotta be in the tank. They because... were uh, they fell forty three percent in that area. Yeah. Forty three percent. And if you if you talk to guys, oh you know, yeah, there's still elk there. But a lot of guys guides they don't don't guide in there anymore.
1: You know, that's just not, if you can't show your client an elk, They're not going to come back. It's that, and it's that they get their horses and stuff harassed at night, and it's just a, it's kind of a pain. They've made it a pain in the ass, right? Right. But that goes back to that guy, the watershed dude. Right. I was just going to get into that. Let's get into this son of a bitch. Let's do it. I wish you would have invited him. You know, he. I'm
0: guessing he wouldn't. He would. He would probably decline. We're not his type of people. Uh, this gentleman what? named George Werther or something like that. And, I thought it uh, was worthless. worthless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, F, you know, FY about this guy. He's also published uh, you know, about thirty-eight books. Um, all of them are pretty much anti what we're about. That Oregon could support two thousand plus wolves. Uh, he is a uh, providing consulting work for us, and he is also a wildlife policy analyst. Oh great. Um, active and in, in the wolf recovery, very active in Oregon. And he was, if he's not still, uh the Western Watershed Project Oregon director. So right. this is a multi multi state effort. And he was in Idaho, I believe, for a while. Um did some work over there. You saw how good he, of work he did over there. The wolves are doing fantastic, and now he's yep. come into Oregon and he's doing the same thing. Right, and, and if uh, he had
1: it his way, how much would he change the national
2: parks? Oh,
0: Jesus, he would grow them all and then limit, you know, he wouldn't have you step a foot on half of the national forest. Right. He, he would, right. he, he, long story short, the guy, uh, you know, I, I read an interview uh, with him. It was a long interview, but it was a podcast, and I re- basically read the podcast with him just trying to get inside this guy's head, and basically he said, you know, we want to do that because that's our gift back to the earth. Not having humans in certain areas, basically, and I'm paraphrasing there, but you know, or or uh, you know, there's he doesn't want to have bicycles on trails because the soil compaction and you're running over
1: the the okay. snails and the slugs and but he still wants all these humans he don't want in there to pay the taxes on it, right? Right. Yeah, well, fuck off. That's yeah. not how it works. And
0: you know, this guy is a player at the table he is absolutely he is there he you know he's taken very seriously he's got letters after his name uh he is a scientist of 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 sorts and and i i had a thought here the other night and i even wrote it down because i thought it was kind of a good one is is we have guys like this and there's tons of them by the gross he's not alone i mean he's just loves wolves only see only sees one side of it doesn't believe there's probably ever a reason to ever kill a wolf ever uh but you know in my opinion, when and he's doing his own studies and shit, and he's providing consultation, and, and yeah, he has science. And where we're getting all this Oregon wildlife or Oregon wild bullshit science is, you know, I you know. Let's just look at science. What is science? Science is like basically, you know, you're supposed to form a hypothesis, right? Or right. A, an idea. Mm-hmm. You form your your experiment theory. Theory, yeah, your theory. <laughs> you form your experiment, and then you get the answer. And right. s- most of the time, it should surprise you you know right. well it should, i think yeah. so like oh wow that's interesting you don't start from the fucking conclusion right perform the experiments to get to that conclusion and performing and performing and performing until you get the fucking answer you're looking for
1: exactly and so, that's what they do they they make it read yeah, the way and they want
0: i'm getting in a little bit of a rant here but what i wrote down is science should be done to find the answer not reach the answer and then do the science right that's 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 what's going on here. And I get that's a little exact- fired up about this shit <laughs> yeah. because that is the smoke, Samir's and, and that's the bullshit. And, and this guy wants to source, you know, how great the Montana population is doing and then also take into effect and then say, the wolves aren't having an impact. Look how great Montana is doing. Well, he's not taking, he's taking, no, he's taking in consideration the parts of Montana that have no fucking wolves. Right. How's that fair? That's that's not that's not sound science, man. It's not sound science. So,
1: well, let's go to the, the. This is this is the stuff that I wanted to fight back against. Okay, let's go to the theory that wolves change rivers. You've heard it, right? I yeah, you know. Okay, I, I, that leads me into
0: another thing. If you're wanting to do your own research and say that I'm a voter, I'm not a hunter. I want to know what the big hissy fit is about hunters versus pro uh, wolf guys. I'm going to become pro wolf ten times quicker on the internet than I am. Getting to the actual information that will pre- that oh, will make yeah. you vote our way, absolutely. We are in an information war right now, and we are getting our asses kicked nine to one. Yep, I, it's not even close. Well, Oregon Wild let's dominates the searches. Then it, you have Wolf Org. This pro Wolf. This it's it is silly. How
1: hard I had to search to get good answers. If you take a look at their at that. Wolves change rivers theory. I want to use that one. I saw that, and I can describe it in detail, too. Well, sure. So, by removing ungulates, it brings willows and and natural forage along the banks back, right? Right. Which which brings the beavers back, right? Which brings the beavers. What's a beaver do? Creates dams and stuff. No fucking shit, it changed a river. (laughs) How fucking stupid do you think we are? Of course it did, right? Right. But that doesn't mean it did anything else any fucking good. So you, you're going to absolutely <laughs> destroy
0: the elk population absolutely. to help willows and beavers. And there's saying absolutely. that uh, there's also research that has been done that absolutely argues with that propaganda. There's a video on it. Um, you know the birds are doing better because you know the streams are doing better because the willows are protecting the stream from raising the, the temperature which helps the fish which helps brings the beavers back because the willows get bigger because the elk aren't raking their horns and feeding on the sapling well I, I get it it's kind of a chain reaction right but there's a lot of bias and there's a lot of misinformation in that study absolutely and it's this it's this kind of do the do the answer first and then the science after video that 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 video i guarantee you, if you don't know what you're looking at, you're going to say, "Wow, that is fascinating." Well, yeah, and wow, that's that what so you're going to cool. see when
1: you go to research a wolf. That's the first thing. That that's is the first thing up. you see is is <laughs>
0: you know I typed in wolves reintroduction and then it, boom, why are the wolves good for Yellowstone? How did the wolves help the river? Th- right. That is what you're seeing. Yeah. It's it's it is literally an information war. In it is, and you're never you're going to have kicked. to go
1: so deep to find <laughs> wolves fucked livestock or wolves fucking <laughs> right. depleted. You know, yeah, it's, it's so
0: hidden. One of the answers I wanted to get here because I was I was lied to by the ODFW about this, and I say the ODFW. It's one employee running, or there's four employees running the social media platform. Okay, and uh, whatever. Whatever these silly guys uh, told me, this is that they don't do the surplus killing. They don't do kill for fun. Okay. Bullshit. I'm not going to say they kill for fun because I've never gone up to a wolf and said, hey, why did you do that? No. I'm well, going to go off of. Maybe, how maybe many, they
1: have. I'm going to go. Maybe they have. <laughs> you don't know. I'm going to go off did of you how ask many him lying if he, bodies are there. Did you ask this motherfucker at ODFW <laughs> if he went and talked to the wolf? I did not. Well, then you don't fucking. Maybe he fucking watches yeah. a lot of Disney. He and he believes does. they talk. You
0: know. I'm going to go to the 23 dead sheep. Let's um, go to it. How many of them were eaten. I'm going to go to the how many other – this isn't just an outlying occurrence. I don't believe on hanging your hat on an outlier. I don't believe on hanging your hat on a 230-pound wolf and saying that's how big they get. Right. Okay. I don't believe in that. No, because there's always going to be that genetic Exactly. right? Exactly. There's always going to be those instances that is an outlier. This sheep thing is not an outlier. There's tons of sheep instances. There's tons of cattle instances. Tons. Llamas, dogs. They're, it's yep. not. They do kill more than what they eat, and then some guys are going to say, "Well, yeah, because they get spooked off. They weren't done eating it." I'm. Just, no. How the fuck do you know that? They how how do you know, know that? that? You and, don't. And you're, you're back to being
1: biased again. It's a global problem. Yeah, it's not just here. All across Europe, it's the same fucking thing. They do the same thing. They right. waylay livestock. Yeah, they go through there, and it's
0: easy. They yeah. can't defend themselves. They're they're in an enclosed area. Right. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. Yep, it is. And for for livestock, that's having like half of Roseburg High School come into your store and pickpocket. You know, it, it, you're 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 just getting stole from is what, basically what it is. And and if people can understand that, yeah, cattle ranchers have a right to be pissed. They have a bunch of, of pickpocketers coming into their store, right, and stealing their shit. Yep, is basically what it is. Uh, so that's that's something I wanted to battle battle back against because I just again I felt wronged by the people that should be working for me, mm-hmm. that pays their salary. You know, we're getting told
1: a bunch but, of stuff. But you've got it again. It goes back to look at our commission shareholder. Whatever the fuck is told up there, mm-hmm. it's gonna go downhill. These ha- these okay, and man, I don't want to defend them in any way. I really don't. But I'm going to a <laughs> little bit. So let's say you take maybe one of these queers that you're talking to. <laughs> um, what I can't say that on a podcast. Uh, no, no, it's it's you saying it. It's not me. Okay, so take one of these queers that fucking <laughs> works down here at ODF and W, <laughs> and he's invested his money and time to become a wildlife biologist, right? Okay, and I'm Good for sh- him. I'm sure that a lot of them really. I would I would think that they would go in thinking they're really gonna be able to make a difference. That's that's what I would hope. I would hope right? so. Yeah. Okay. I love working with animals,
0: I love hunting, but then Let's they get, get in there,
1: yeah, and they find out, well, you know, if you wanna keep your job Right. And you got student loans and probably got kids and you got everything everybody else has got. Right. Right. If you wanna keep your job, you're gonna say it this way. And you're gonna say it that way. You know? There's guys down there getting ready to retire. They're not gonna Screw themselves out of that, right? they're not gonna whistle blow. It's bullshit. The only hope we would ever have, and I don't see it ever happening is to get educated people that are on our side mm-hmm. involved and in key positions. But you know what it's so liberalized in this state I don't see anybody ever being able to infiltrate hell right. if you if you're a goddamn. A senator from douglas county and they don't like you because you're republican then you touch this broad's breast or you whispered something <laughs> in this chick's ear or you did this or you did that and get the fuck out of here and maybe you did or maybe you didn't nobody else really knows whether you did or not right right but if they say you did bam it's the gospel You really got to be careful. I did say the queer you're talking to because I don't really give a fuck what people (laughs) think of me. I really don't. I really don't. You know that. I know that. But it it irritates me to no end that they can come up with whatever fake crap or reasoning to make it sound like it's okay and blow us off. They just want to sweep us under the rug. Right. And we don't have enough hunters. It goes back to the smoke a pack a day, guys. Where are you? Right, we don't have anybody stepping up to this. This is going to be a major shit show. If you think elk populations dropped in Idaho, wait till these fuckers get a good foothold over here in our coast range. Because right. our rosies are done for. They're right. done. They can't run like. Ours. I'm really. St- I'm stoked yeah. that I've killed a couple Roosevelt elk in my life because I. I don't think it's going to last. Hmm. And then where are you going to go to get one? New Zealand. <laughs> they don't have any predators. Oh goddamn! I wonder how much they're going to pull out of the general fund to buy a fucking elk from New Zealand and have it shipped over here to replace it. Right. Think about that. Well, you, you see the ridiculousness of the entire thing. I do. It's just it's a it's a really
0: really really vicious circle. I mean, it it's is. Just, it's just one end chasing the other. It's really it's going to be really hard to keep up with. First of all, I want to get to some other questions here. You know, uh, one, of, one of my listeners was asking, you know, who, think, who thought this was a good idea and why? Do you know anything on the advisory committee boards of why
1: we should have wolves here? Why it's a good idea? It, it all goes back to that bullshit science. Hmm. No, I really don't. No, I don't know what the initial, the, the, the initial introduction was to, to help control said to help control elk population within yellowstone okay that's all i know okay all right and they did that they they, they did exactly what they thought they would do um now was it just a you know, one of those. Hey, man, let's fucking put wolves in Yellowstone. That'll help get the population <laughs> down. Let's let's thin them down because they're everywhere and and they're kind of a nuisance, right? They're mm-hmm. t- they're in the roads or I, I, you know I don't know. I've never been to Yellowstone, so I don't know, right. right? Which kind of feel like I cheated myself. I wished I'd have went before the reintroduction and checked it out, and then I could go back today and look at it and see how fucked up it is or isn't. Right, right, right. okay. So I really don't have a lot of room to talk there, but. They accomplished exactly what their initial mission was. What did you guys think was going to happen after that? Right. That's where my beef is. How well thought out was this? Did you look at longevity? I mean, did you look at long term? And I mean long term, not ten years, not twenty years, because we're twenty years into it, right? More than twenty now. Right. I'm talking about fifty years, a hundred years. Did you look at long-term sustainability? There's no way they did. There's no way they did. Mm-mm. But it goes, that's where it comes to theory, right? Mm-hmm. And and you already know my thing on theory, but <laughs> my theory is is that it was implemented for a reason. It, yeah, initially it was to, to reduce numbers with inside the park, right? That was their, That was their go-to. But I think there's a bigger picture here. It may be for gun control. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um it may be to control the cattle industry i mean fucking monsanto's the hugest corporation that seed producer on the planet right maybe they want that in the cattle industry maybe they want to control all the feed right right i don't honestly i don't know pretty pretty far conspiracies there well yeah but let's take a look at it is it really that much of a stretch I mean, is it really? They're already dumb enough to shell out tons and tons and tons of money on a predator that's not doing them any good. It's costing them money. It's right. costing them money. Right. No, right? absolutely. Instead of making Thou- them like any. hundreds of thousands so of dollars. is it really that much of a stretch? You got a guy that says, hey, I want to expand national parks, and I don't want you putting a fucking foot in it. Right. They want to reintroduce grizzlies. We, we touched briefly on that. We okay. Do. All across the Cascades. They want to make it so inhospitable That you ain't going to, you're not going to walk Fido in up the North Umpqua here in a few years. You're not going to do it. (laughs) You're not. Because them sons of bitches are going to come out of nowhere and snatch your fucking dog. Right. And your dog ain't that tough. I don't care what you think he is. It ain't that tough. They just, it killed a mastiff. They just killed a mastiff up Hmm. there. uh, That uh, rogue pack killed a mastiff. Did they? Killed it. I hadn't heard about that. So your dog is a bitch. I don't care how badass he is. You ain't got a pit bull that's going to do it. My little healer ain't going to do it. Them little, what are those things? you Well, you it, they look like chihuahuas. <laughs> those things ain't going to do it. You're telling me Tilly won't kill a cougar I, or a wolf? I love those bear. dogs, but they ain't, they ain't shit. Uh, well. They're not even a Scooby Snack. <laughs> <laughs> but think about that. They That's what they want, right? They already want to make a permit. For you to access these parks, they're talking about right, that. Okay, right. so think about this. Maybe this was way more well thought out than we realized. I don't know. Yes, it's a big, huge theory, and it's and I just don't think it's that much of a stretch. I could
0: see that. I mean, for me, I'm just taking it right now at face value, and I think that they're just using emotion over science. I just, I'm feeling that could be. They're just. They're not. Yeah, it's just pure emotion over science. It's, it's bro science in, in the, in the professional community is what it is. It's like, bro, let's, what can we do here to show that wolves are good? Well, oh, let's put out a stupid video that tells us how good the beavers are doing, the fish are doing, the aspens are doing great. I just, it's like, it's like, uh, the wolves is now the climate change of politics now. It's right. like, do I believe in climate change? Yeah, I believe in climate change. Shit's getting warmer. It's, it's, it's obvious you can look at any of the thermometers anywhere or whatever uh, all the scientists pretty much agree on it throughout the world do i believe it's been politicized and we're being played and and trying to be controlled by it yeah i do sure okay cuz what don't they do that in exactly i think that's the <laughs> I mean, you know climate change for me is now a wolf like i don't believe half the shit i hear about it do i believe I believe about well, yeah, I believe a little bit about it, but I, and I guess what I'm trying to say there is is again the smokes and mirrors, and we need honesty, is what we need. We need openness right. and transparency. But and
1: how can somebody not really believe in climate change? It changes all the time. Shit, I didn't really believe in it, but you know what? The climate change, it cave in the fucking shop roof. Yeah. You know, I don't so- believe in Al Gore's <laughs> Global warming, of course, I don't not. believe in that. No. I don't
0: believe the guy flying jets buying beachfront properties telling us we're all going to be underwater is is a good thing. I think. That guy's probably one of the biggest all-time pieces of shit, in my opinion. But um, anyways, that's way off topic. We'll go back onto the wolves here. And you're talking about... You started getting into the rec- uh, the recruitment of the animals again. Right. So I want to get into some more science that and studies that were done by the folks that claim that they're doing... You know, they only kill the weak, and they only kill the uh, old sick. and sick and right. tired. And... So for you, have you have you do you have any data on or anything from the cattle or ranchers that say, here's how many calves we're losing over what we did before? The,
1: yeah, they are definitely – the recruitment is down because the birthing rates are down because the cows are being harassed, right? So they're obviously having problems during – Do you um, have a percentage
0: of, of birth?
1: I, I don't. Okay. I don't have a percentage because – I don't know how many of these ranches are doing studies. So right. I don't think it would be fair to go off of one ranch. Right. right. Um, but the, uh, the weights were down 12% on the study that they did. I do not remember exactly what the, the birth rate was, but the weight 12%. Okay. That doesn't seem like a lot, but we're talking about one ranch. Yeah, 12 percent's quite a bit. You see what I mean? Because how many did they lose? How many did they actually end up taking in? And then their weights were down 12%. Right. You see what I mean? So Mm -hmm. that's just something on top of it, right? The more cows you have, probably the more it would be down, you know, across the average. Recruitment. Let's go to that. You know, you're talking about the weak and the sick. Well fuck yeah. yeah. Your recruitment's gonna be piss poor because your goddamn babies well, are
0: weak. I've got um I've got a couple charts here. I'll hand you one and we went through this earlier. Right. This is something that I got from a study and I'd be happy to supply sources to folks that want them if they want to get a hold of me and I'll maybe I'll even post this on Instagram. Is it shows on average in the uh God the area was parts of Wyoming, um looks like the upper north east or northwestern part of Wyoming. Okay. Uh, and it sp- and it spanned a bunch of area, Yellowstone, Montana, parts of Idaho, uh, a big-ass area. And uh, they're showing that wolves, uh, without being in the area, you were getting an average of a gain of 1.02 added to the herd per cow. So a cow was right. having an average of one calf that was surviving. Right. Um, just over – barely over and then with the wolves you're looking at 0.965 so now we're going backwards uh for the recruitment that is probably i mean i don't know if that's also including everything the birth rates if that's including i imagine that's including everything but from what i've read uh in other studies wolves have a seven percent effect on the recruitment rate overall
1: And this would put it right about 7%. Right. Now, um, what's the time frame? Is this just in one-year study?
0: Uh, This is over, I believe, 20 years. Okay. Uh, 1980 to current almost. Okay. So it's average
1: 7% downhill slide every year.
0: Right off the top. That's not including the ones they're taking in the herds during the winters, the cows, all that stuff that's the not including that the bulls hung up in the
1: snow and right and out. yeah
0: we'll get into that here in a second so okay. yeah let's just let's just take it backwards now to where in the in the wolves that are prevailing in the areas you're going backwards now at 0.965 percent off the top that's that is your your regrowth that is not sustaining you're no. going backwards on there. absolutely okay what else do you need to know? I mean, <laughs> you don't, that just <laughs> right. tells
1: you that eventually you're going to be out of elk and right. have to buy them from somebody. Right. And
0: then you can see there's a direct <laughs> correlation because a lot of guys, you know, the Oregon wild folks, the, uh, the guys with the bro science and the communities with letters after their names want to say that there's no correlation between wolves and that they strengthen the herds of the elk. And there might be a slight downturn off the beginning, but then they'll, they'll bounce up because they will be a stronger herd. Right. They're getting right. rid of the sick and the weak and the, the, you know, hoof rod and this, you know, whatever brain diseases they have. Right. Okay. Well, this study shows that's completely bullshit. And, uh, as soon as the wolves start coming in here, the, the elk herds, like I said before, know, at a 40 to 50% clip, some studies are 30, 30% clips, you're decreasing the elk population. And, yeah. uh, you know, this one, it de- it depleted over 15,000 in 20 years, this study. This is outside the Yellowstone study. This is a completely independent study. Right, fifteen thousand in this one study in twenty years. Yeah, that's incredible. Yep, and that is over uh, one, two, three, four, five states with wolves and without wolves. There's there's multiple areas without wolves. I mean, they have they have it contrasted here. The ones without the areas without wolves, they are they are growing. Uh, This one grew by ten thousand. This area grew by ten thousand. Without wolves, this area went down uh let's see, it was it forty five and now it's down to about 26, twenty six. Twenty
1: thousand. So about fifty percent. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> What else do you need to know?
1: I mean, you don't need you to know anything else. This thing that you know in the ODF and wants to tell you. Well, but see that that to me is more scientific than any of the bullshit they're doing because it's it's showing you the chart, right? Yeah, it's telling you right there. This is what we're looking at. So if you can't figure out that oh shit, there's not going to be enough sustainability long term, right there, right? Then obviously you paid way too much for that education. <laughs> Well,
0: I want to bring some things that ODFW, uh, you know, the keypad warriors on there have been saying is, you know, unfortunately wolves. Here's here's a zinger that they used across multiple social media platforms when people were talking shit to the ODFW. They're saying, well, unfortunately wolves don't see political boundaries or or political lines and political boundaries, state lines and political boundaries. They're going to go.
1: So you're telling us that you're being political?
0: Yeah. Basically, they're saying they're saying wolves are going to do what they're going to do and then then deal with it. Basically, they're just. Saying whatever, and so I, I kind of, to me, that's kind of a dick comment. Why are you saying that people that are paying your wages? First of all, don't be a smart ass. Second of all, they asked this guy where his where his degree was from. I was like, really? Right. So if he doesn't have a degree, and that's where
1: I'm getting this. Right. If you don't have a degree you don't give a fuck. Well, no. If Except you because don't have a degree, they don't think that you're intelligent enough to understand exactly. what's really going on yeah, here. Yeah, this guy was busting their balls. And he's but saying- at the same time, that the, the initial line, they don't have political boundaries. That's the same thing as them starting most of these meetings with, hey, it doesn't matter whether you if, if you're pro-wolf or if you're anti-wolf. It doesn't matter because guess what? You've got wolves. Exactly. That's all there is to it, and you're going to have them, and you're going to learn to deal with them. That's what they are. T- the, that's the openers to every one of these livestock meetings. You're going to learn to deal with them. Right. Well, fuck off. <laughs> well, that's what I always want to say, but you know, then I get asked. How many? I'm um, so how many
0: meetings have you been, have you been kicked out of? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I can't remember, but I know that I've been to over thirty really different meetings and they know who i am so enough
0: well i you know i'd have to agree with them they're here i mean the question is well, yeah the question
1: <laughs> is is you
0: know you know one of my listeners cam uh great guy i think it's cam newton or cam uh cam newton uh I forget his name cam anyways cam Longster, newton cam newton listens no to this shit show. yeah are you kidding me no i'm full of shit I forget his last name. <laughs> Cameron, sorry, I forgot his last name, dude. But he was wanting to know why is this a good idea. And I think we should be asking what are we going to do because right now that's that's a a proactive
1: approach. We're past proactive. We have to now be reactive Right. And well, proactive. I'm not the one to ask that because you and already know my outlook on the way the world should work. So I, I don't do. want to get into that. But I, but- I,
0: I want to move that mindset <laughs> of his is why is this a good idea versus, well, they're already here. And just like you said, they're already here. We need to learn how to deal with them. We got to figure out what what the game plan is.
1: We got to figure out where our stance is. Well, right now there's not a there's no game plan because they're still under federal protection and we can't do anything about How legally can't in, do anything about at it. At what level do they become off that list? Well, they have to have four breeding pairs. And <laughs> what? Yes, we're they, way past that on the west side. Oh my gosh, you created that rule. That's been the rule. Ah, jeez. So now, okay, there's a there's a strip. That three ninety five runs up uh, Idaho Oregon yes right yep. so three ninety five runs up there anything east of that if if a, a rancher looks out there and sees wolves harassing his cattle he can shoot the wolf okay okay on the west side of that magical line you can't <laughs> really okay and but it's almost there it's just right there okay and on the west side you can't do there's not four breeding pairs. Uh, maybe okay right okay <laughs> that's what they say so until they have all this they're they're done in what they call phases so phase one is complete phase two is almost complete and phase three would be having the four breeding pairs on the west side then and only then will they consider allowing open hunting
2: odf We're close. We're close ODF, open hunting ODF,
1: odf and w that's what the guy down there um in Eagle Point, he was all about. He goes, "Yeah, you guys, you know, pretty quick, you're going to be able to hunt wolves." Well, f- who gives a fuck? <laughs> I don't. W- I don't want to hunt them. Okay, I don't want to. Yeah. But that he was so excited that hey, we're going to open it up, dude. That's just more revenue for you for us to go out there with a wolf tag that we ain't never going to be able to fill because right. you can't fucking see them. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, Are you going to allow us to to hunt them with poison bait? Are <laughs> you going to allow us to hunt them with spotlights? Right. No. Yeah. You can allow, okay, take this into consideration. Maybe the Indians. What are, two, what are two really kind of famous places in Oregon, and I don't give a shit who you are, if you're a hunter or a wildlife enthusiast, you stop to look at them because it's fun? Jewel Meadows and Dean's Creek. The elk, the elk viewing area okay. right there in Reedsport. Yep. How long do you think that's going to last when wolves get in there? <laughs> that's a good point. I never even thought of that. I don't want to go look at fucking dogs i right. go down to Saving Grace and look at all the dogs I want. <laughs> i can go right in my living room and look at all the fucking dogs I want. And more than I want on most days, right? Any right. dog owner is going to think that at some yeah, time. Same here. <laughs> I don't care. I don't want to look at them. I want to go by there and see all the bulls in velvet. Yeah. Or all the cows with their little bitty spotted calves doing whatever they do. That's what I want to see. That's what everybody pulls over on the side of the highway to look at. Right. Not a bunch of fucking wolves. But mark my words, that's not going to be there. Those places are no longer going to exist because those are going to be key places that a wolf can go in there and just waylay them. So based Gone. off
0: of your four breeding pairs of what you're saying, I bet in the next five years we're hunting wolves. We've got to be. I would say, yeah, we've got to be.
1: But you know, we've the, already
0: got two or three.
1: Yeah, I would say within within the next five years we'll probably be hunting wolves. Within the next fifteen, we probably won't be hunting anything else you think well i want to get into that did we already get into the seven percent clip we did we,
0: we started hitting into that yeah okay. so let's go to the yellowstone real quick we'll go back to that study um grizzly bears are over there right they take a seven percent clip off of the fawns or calves i should say calves right. off of the elk add in the wolves now right. you're up to 14 percent right uh they're wanting to bring the grizzlies over here too so now right. we're you know we could be one year away, ten years away from that. I don't know. Right now, it's just it's a it's a twinkle in somebody's eye. So
1: it'll happen. Um, but what, what else are grizzlies doing? What do you mean? Every year, somebody's getting fucked up. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you can't hunt them. Well, but think about that. Every year, somebody's going out there to hunt or hike or do something. You know, that they, pay ta- they pay taxes, they're going out to enjoy that freaking national park, mm-hmm. and they're getting fucked up yeah. by a grizzly bear. Why? Yeah. We had a couple people really? killed last year. And by cougars. I mean, think about it. Yeah, okay. That's a great example, too. So this gal here up at Mount Hood, she goes, little gal, goes out backpacking by herself, gets whacked off the trail by a cat. They found her backpack in the trail, right? Mm-hmm. And then find her body a few hundred yards or whatever. They found her body off of it where he buried her. Well, it tells me that she obviously saw the cat ahead of time. She, I think she threw her packet I think she did everything she was supposed to do to try and keep from getting right exactly what happened to her, right? Right. And so what does ODF and W do? They use hounds. Mm-hmm. Okay, we can't, but they use hounds. They go in there, they tree. The first fucking cat they tree, 60-pound female, and they kill it. Right. How's that the responsible one? Yeah, I don't know. Tell me how they fix... Oh, they generally stay in the same area. You can fuck off. Did it have the remains still in there? Uh, No. They never came back with genetic testing saying, yeah, this was the cat, right? Really? Because after two weeks, why would it... Why would it have anything in it, right? They just went out and killed a cat to make everybody happy. They just went out just to make everybody happy. Bullshit. That doesn't tell me that you got the right cat. That tells me that we got a problem. This gal can't go out, and I don't care which side of the wildlife she's on. She can't go out and enjoy it by herself because she ain't tough enough.
0: Or the biker in uh,
1: Washington. Washington, yeah. Yeah, which attacked two people. Well, yeah, but that's because he was biking with the wrong guy. Oh, yeah? I'm going to tell you what. We ever are out together and a cat attacks me and you try and run, I'm going <laughs> to fucking shoot your ass. You fuck me like that. You don't help me fight this cat. You're going to be the dead one. I believe in you. I
2: believe
0: in you. And uh, I'll believe in you all the way back to the trip. <laughs> you could be like that guy in Colorado. You could choke it out. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was like
1: eighty. 80- 60 or 80 pounds or something like that? I mean, it may be possible. All I know is that I don't care who you are. You better be ready to fight because it's not going to be fun. No. At all. No. And I don't care what it is. Cat, wolf, bear. It's just all not good. Right. So well,
0: I want to go to the to the northeast part of Oregon here where uh, – because I saw this on, on the social media platforms. ODFW is saying if wolves are so bad, then why are our best units in Oregon have wolves? That was paraphrasing,
1: but – how do they? What do? They, what exactly. do they mean by the best units? What, what's what's the, the constituting trophy, a,
0: the, the units that are doing the best in Oregon? The trophy units in
1: Oregon. Why okay. do they have wolves if wolves are so bad? Well, wait a minute. What? How are they coming up with it's the best unit? Well, you got. He's just saying it's the best Emily, unit. Well, how is uh, that the best unit?
0: You got all the all the prized units that the, the big bull units, right? You know the okay. the ones that the most coveted tags. Okay. Why are those doing so good? Are they doing good? I don't know. I would say probably not. I would say we don't hunt those. We we severely uh, to make them a trophy
1: area. We don't hunt those. Well, like you only we do get okay. You only state. get ten tags from Mount Emily, right? Exactly. Okay. So, but my question is: is how are they the best units? How are they doing good? Are you just saying that, or is there is there is there some, is there some kind of data to say, hey, our elk numbers are way up here? because otherwise shut the fuck up you're just saying they're doing good because everybody wants to hunt it doesn't mean that it's doing good right i mean jeez okay let's take the fucking rogue unit black-tailed deer mm-hmm. who the fuck wouldn't want to kill a big old whopper buck out of there but guess what it ain't doing good right they ain't well, there it's like, no more that's like so,
0: having a wolf in tioga which I'm sure there's probably a wolf somewhere in Tioga.
1: Well, sure, that Curry
0: County fucker's probably over there now. Yeah. And saying, <laughs> that. look how good that unit is doing. Well, I'm sorry, you haven't given it enough time to absolutely unwind. Because those units over there, that's where most of the population of the wolves are in Oregon, is that northeast part, I believe. Right. And all I hear about are guys that hunt that area, they've been hunting it their whole lives, and now they're looking for a different area to hunt. So you can't tell me... It's sunshines and rainbows for the elk over there and no, for the hunters. That
1: just proves that they're saying it's the best unit because it's a coveted shit. tag. Right? Yeah. It's because, a coveted tag. Because they're above objectives, I think is what it is. is. I'm Well, like, are they, though? Well, show me yeah. that you're above objectives. I want to see that. I want to know that for a fact because, again, anybody can type out. We've already talked about that. Right. You can – you've already – hey, it's the best unit, so now we just got to make sure that this looks like it's the best unit, right? Right. Well, That's not fucking I hard. Think,
0: I think that there's a lot that goes into making an objective unit or an objective, right? Right. Who's to say that we can't change the objective, change the goal to make sure the wolves aren't making us go under objective. We can lower the goal. Well, part. sure. I'm sure they I mean, do. Right. I'm not saying they're doing that. I'm just saying that to me does not prove. I'm like you. That doesn't prove anything to me. No. That wolves are a positive for a unit when literally every other circumstance that I have seen – uh, especially in Idaho, Montana, the Yellowstone area, Lolo, like you were talking right. about, has been a negative impact for the wolves.
1: There is nothing positive that I have seen, period, from the, this wolf reintroduction yet. Right. Nothing I've seen. Nothing
0: I've seen an increase um, in revenue according to the Yellowstone Park because people want or flying here to see wolves to Yellowstone, so they're getting more revenue for people wanting to see wolves. I guess has been one. Maybe benefit, which I don't know if you can. Why? Prove or not. Why
1: do you think that is? I don't know. Well, let's go back to the fucking look up wolves on the internet web. Oh, boom, 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 boom. look yeah. how great they are! Yeah. Oh, let's go see wolves. I could see that. Think yeah, about it. People from other you li- If you're in New York City and you ain't never seen it, nothing but a Bichon Frise that gets walked by the freaking city dog walker. How you? <laughs> you want to see it? You want to see a wild one in the wild? Mm-hmm. Right. You want to see what a wolf really looks like. You don't know, you know, and, and I'll, I'll say this because it's true. People from the big cities, they really do control a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. I was in the Marine Corps with a guy and I'm going to say this and it has nothing to do with a wolf, but he was an inner city kid. Love this motherfucker. Kendrick Salas. I know you ain't listening to this, but I love <laughs> your brother. He was a tough kid. Uh-huh. He fought valiantly. I love this dude, right? We were on a bus on Camp Pendleton coming back from Oceanside, California one time. And he looks at me, he's like, God, they all call me Rod, right? Hmm. F- short for Sherrard. So he called me Rod. He's like, God damn, Rod, you shit your pants. And he's holding his face. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he's like, God dang, oh, what you eat? It was a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what? Are you talking about that fucking skunk? And he kind of looks at me and he's like, what? I said, that's a fucking skunk. I said, have you never smelled a skunk? And he's like, nah, that's what they smell like. What? And I was like, bam, this motherfucker's never smelled a skunk. It honestly. Two different worlds. It was it was a weird day for me because I really kind of felt like, you know, I like the dude anyway, but I felt bad for him. Like, damn, you lived on a piece of concrete so much your whole entire life that you don't even know what fucking nature smells like. Some of it don't smell good. Right. <laughs> you see what I mean? Right. But now think about that. That's one guy, one young dude that was 20 years old, had never been out of Chicago, never had experienced anything. Mm -hmm. There's millions of them. Right. Millions of them. And and granted, not all of them give a flying fuck about a wolf, right? Mm -hmm. But some of them do. Some of them just want to see it. Some of them think they're getting educated by getting on the interweb and, and, and reading this stuff right, and then going and visiting Yellowstone. Oh, God, it's just like they say. Look at them. They're beautiful. Yeah, look at the aspens. You know? <laughs> they talk on fucking Disney shows. So they think that they're friendly and that you can pet them. And look at the morons at Yellowstone every year. Hey, I'm going to dance with buffaloes. Oh, Sure yeah. you are. <laughs> sure you are. <laughs> right. But you're only going to do it once, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about it. That's the kind of world that we, we really are dealing with, that these people don't. First off, they don't respect it. They don't understand it. But yet, they get to make decisions on it. Right. It's not really, it's, it's not, God, that's not even reality, man. But that's what we're living. Well, we have Portland, and that's what we need to have. In, <laughs> and I heard
0: from a uh, from a, I would call him successful, because he got elected here in Oregon, he's a Republican, which is pretty damn successful for a Republican. Order. Sure, um, he said, if you if you don't have the votes, have the knowledge, and right. that stuck with me, because right. we sure as hell don't have the votes, but we have the knowledge, we have the science, we just have to get it out there to the people that are voting and get past that hu- human uh, humanization of of the of the wolf of whatever you call that word. Of of this making, you know, Balto or making all these right. things, you know. We got to quit making these things so human-like nature. It's really screwing us in the end. Well,
1: I think one place to start, honestly, and I've said it before. You've heard me talk about it in the shop. You know, become, quit talking shit on facebook (laughs) quit saying look at me Uh because you're not that cool you're not that great i don't care what you've taken there's somebody that's done it better and more right you're Mm -hmm. not you're never going to be will primos or whatever you want to be in your head i don't know what these guys think you know you're Mm -hmm. not that important Uh and you're less important to the hunting community as a whole if you don't come and do something about it show up to the meetings you don't even have to say anything. You still got a voice because you're a number. We have to, at some point, come together, and throw a huge raging fit because if we don't, it's all going away. I see it going away because I don't see anybody doing it. Right. I mean, some of our, I'm not going to call out any names because it just, it just well, it's just not good to. But there are, solve anything. There are people out there that are huge in the hunting community, that are well respected. And they do nothing great. Hmm. They make a video or they, you know, have whatever. But what else? Right. You have you have the ability, being somebody that everybody looks up to, of getting that gathering that we need hmm. to go. And I'm not saying go up there full camo our bows and our guns and act like a fucking idiot. Go up there and say, listen, we're paying for this. And we want answers, and we want shit figured out right now, right today, right? We have to do that. If we don't, it's all going away. Only the rich are going to be doing it. And and if you don't think that's true, take a good look at Europe. If you ain't got big dollars, and most of us don't, you're not hunting.
0: Well, that, and that's something that I've wanted to get better at, you know, is is, is this right here. I, I This is the first time I've actually, I would say, have gotten political. Um, and and uh, unfortunately, that's another whole pet peeve of mine. This should not be political. No, it absolutely it not. It should not even be voted on. It should be no. professions. It's kind of like the Supreme Court being the Supreme Court. Why is that political? Shouldn't they just right. follow the law? Absolutely. Shouldn't they just read it and say, yep, this is the law. I'm not going to twist it and interpret it. And that's why it's so important to put people on the justice system that believe the same way you do because they're going to find that. And then they're going to twist it, and then they're going to pass Roe v. Wade, and then if you get the right people on there, they'll overturn Roe v. Wade,
1: or they'll take your guns away. But that's what this whole world has done. right? Exactly, it's been politicized. They find that gray area. Yeah, it'll be black and fucking white. It's for me like kind of like the Bible, right? (laughs) Why are you interpreting it, bitch? It says this. You're saying it says this. So it, it irritates me, right? I can't go to a church because this dude is twisting it. Right. Okay. The same thing happens in Supreme Court and politics every day. The same things happening with our wildlife. It is. It's black and white. We see what needs to be done. We see what's being done, but you guys are going to twist it a little bit in your favor. And for what? And and god, you're working yourself right out of a fucking job. What what are you, what are you going to biology? Just wolves? Right. And then what happens? Then what ha- what happens when the ungulant populations are depleted so horrendously, less tag allotments, then it's then that's when we're talking about pay to play, right? Right. That's when it all starts to happen. And then you're gonna be paying to play. Right. It's not that far off. It well, really isn't. It's just right around well, the corner. When
0: you when you start having folks that go and they graduate with a wolf conservation biology degree. Right. The name of that degree right there tells you it's bullshit.
1: Well, yeah. Who the hell? What
0: the hell is that? <laughs> uh, some chick that was just being a douche on Instagram, arguing and saying, "I just got my degree and I'm, or I'm doing my thesis and all this other bullshit." And you'd be surprised what information's out there. I'm like, I wouldn't be surprised because I know you guys are doing some cockamamie science out there, and your oh, name yeah. of your
1: degree that should just be biologist or well, a that
0: wolf biologist but that wolf.
1: u.s fish and wildlife guy he brought up that point right so we have the ag guy that brought all this shit and right. all this data that they had comprised right. right and hell he was up there for an hour and a half talking uh-huh the u.s fish and wildlife guy says hey there there's also been studies that, that say exactly opposite of what he said Mm -hmm. And he says, you just have to go look for them. They're out there. And so that's what got the ball rolling for me to get booted because (laughs) that was the second question. The first question I asked him was, do you believe in God? And he said, well, no, the first one was, do you believe in long – term sustainability and he didn't have an answer then i asked him if he believed in god and he says well, what does that have to do with wolves i said well because if it doesn't i don't give a shit about your i swear to god we're not transporting them stating a statement, <laughs> statement it doesn't mean anything and then thirdly if there's really yeah. studies that do the opposite of what he said i said can i ask you a question did you know you were coming here tonight yes i did then where in the fuck are those studies right because you knew what this was all about that's when that was one of the meetings. <laughs> That's when they were like, because I start right. dropping F-bombs. I can't help it. It's right. just, you know, jarhead or whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, they can't handle that because now it's like, well, fuck, man. I didn't bring it. He's right. Mm-hmm. So let's get him the fuck out of here before he's right on something else.
0: Exactly. Right? I feel like once you start actually making points, whether you're you're doing it right or you're you're maybe being a little over-abrasive about it, right. they shut you up.
2: Absolutely. They don't want to hear it. They and, don't.
0: And so – I, I kind of I, – I want to go to why are they holding these meetings at Thursday? I, I, <laughs> you know, I went through the rec, uh, through the records of, of the annals of the ODFW website and almost I, – I couldn't find a meeting that wasn't held on a Thursday between 1 and 5 p.m.
1: Right. No, you're not going to. Why are they doing that? I don't know. They do the same thing with this Wolf Advisory Board bullshit, right? It's random days, Thursday, Friday, sometime in the afternoon, like – you let's know, do it on, say, a Tuesday at 8 when everybody's
0: off work, they can go. Or let's do it during the weekend. We'll get great turnout. Right. You know, unfortunately, the ones that like to hunt and fish are probably working and they can't go. Right. I don't, I mean, you're not making it conducive to getting the feedback. You're only getting the feedback from the people that go work for these bullshit organizations. Where's all the money going? Well, it's paying for them to be there while everybody else is working. Right. But maybe. You, you know, I, I don't know. I'm jumping to conclusions You know there. why they're doing it, but right? Yeah. I because mean, I
1: feel like that's what they're doing is they're avoiding the real conversation. Because who, who shows – okay, first off, I have my own business, so I can kind of – I shouldn't do it. But I, I can call my own shots and just say, fuck it, I'm not gonna mount this because I gotta go to this meeting and I wanna see what's about, right. right? So I sacrifice. Right. I sacrifice. You're paying to go to that meeting. I'm paying. I'm right. paying you know, I'm losing. Exactly. And paying, right? Right. The only other people that show up there are people with vested interest doing the same thing or that dude with the dreadlocks and no shoes, hippie motherfucker that doesn't do anything anyway, and we're probably paying for him anyways, right? Right. Those are the only people showing up. If you're a regular dude, maybe you—I uh, don't know—maybe you set chokers. You can't go up there and say, "Hey, there's a wolf meeting, dude. I got to get out of here because yeah. he's going to tell you to fuck tomorrow. off." Yeah, you know, I get that, right. but I'm not the only one that has the ability to sacrifice a little.
0: You're bit. You're not the only Wayne. Wayne Endicott has been doing a lot for us. Um, uh, I yeah, he has. And uh, shout out to him. Yeah, we need he, more Waynes. <laughs> he he has he
1: has been he's really stepped up recently. And, and he he's been so. around for a while i just yeah. don't think he really voiced it as much maybe i mean fuck at this point he's no spring chicken either right. that's the other thing him and i are similar well similar in age right. probably i think he's probably older but not by much not by much um the other thing we've seen what this state has, could can be we've seen it like in in i don't know if it was the best ever but it was pretty damn good i mean We've done some blacktail, you know, uh podcasts and I I remember just really hating it that you says, Oh, he's a monster, whatever you said, the <laughs> opener. I was like, Well but you gotta understand yeah. that I started hunting these things with a bow and, and figuring them out when you could fuck it up. Mm -hmm. You could do it three and four times a day sometimes. Just if if it was a stellar day, shit, you might call in that many bucks. That's crazy. It's not like that
0: anymore. Three or four a year for me. Two a year is good for me if I call them in.
1: Sure. But what I'm saying is if you can't figure it out after fucking up a whole bunch, then you're never going to, and you probably shouldn't be hunting anyway. So it it helped me later on, right? Right. Now, I've been on this mule deer hunting kick because blacktail hunting sucks. Right. What's the point? Why why should I work that hard for a maybe? I might see one today. See one, hell, I still gotta be able to shoot him. Right. I may not be able to. So I've changed it. And I'll tell you what, Oregon keeps going the way it is, I'm not even gonna be giving them my dollars anymore. I'll go I'll go I'll go pay you to play. That's what I'll do. Every couple of years I'll go I don't know, fuck if I wanna kill a midwestern whitetail, I'll just go do it.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. Why give them any more money? They're not doing anything for me. I don't see enough people jumping up saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm on your side. Let's go change this and turn it around." I can't just keep doing it on my own. I'm getting nowhere, right? right? Me, Wayne, Endicott, four or five other guys out there. It's not enough. No, it not isn't even close. It's 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 not. It's you it even close. Can't do anything.
0: Well, I want to go over a few other things. We'll get you going here because I know you got to get on get on the road here, Wayne. But. Um you know, there's there's certain states like Alaska where they have wolves, they coincide with wolves, and and I believe that they're making it work over there, uh, for the most part. It's it's a destination spot for most hunters, and so I believe that we can I believe we can with good management, not with this shit we're doing, I believe we can keep Oregon a, a decent I can think right now it's even a decent great state to hunt. It's 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 not one of the top ten, I don't think. For well, I don't know that you Western can, hunters, but I don't I think, think
1: you can do that. I don't think you can say it that way. And I'll say, I'll tell you why. So uh, you can't compare Alaska to Oregon. First off, you'd have to know populations and and all kinds of populations to try and base that on. Hey, they're able to do it. Why can't yeah. we? Right, because maybe they're i know for a fact that there are certain areas in in alaska that are just decimated from wolves Mm -hmm. right so that's not really fair to say that yeah they can coexist with a wolf they're doing it whether they really can or not we don't know that and what's their hunt what's their hunter population what's their ungulate population of different species um we were already in the tank. We were already having problems with the freaking cats, right? Right. And now we're adding another one, and then they want to add another one, and we still haven't cleaned up the shit show that we have from the other ones, right? Right. And Alaskans are a different breed of people. Oregonians are pussies compared to them. They will throw a fit if you try and take their shit. (laughs) They want to hunt. They want to fish. They want to live off the grid. They want to do things that we don't really do i mean i would love to live off the grid unfortunately some of us end up doing dumb shit like getting married or something and that that ain't (laughs) never gonna work she don't want to right (laughs) Right. you know what i mean and then after the little experience of not having power for 15 days i thought yeah maybe living off the grid kind of would suck Mm -hmm. (laughs) right right so but let's think about that right we're it's two totally different worlds it's two different worlds but i'm trying what i'm trying to do is i'm trying to maybe
0: paint a, a a possible po- positive picture for our future here. Sure. And I I guess the optimism in me is is coming out and saying, you know, I believe that we can still make it work because I have to. I if you, if you just say fuck it, then no one's going to fight for anything, you know.
1: Well, you have to You're right. And you know what? By doing nothing, you're not going to do shit. Right. You you have to try something, right? right? And we, we are going to have to control them. Right in some kind of way shape or form and figure it out what what the i don't really have the answers to that because i don't know how prolific they are going to be before we're going to have the ability to do that I you think, see what i mean i think
0: i think if we go off of the montana 25 to 35% more than what they're telling us we're probably closer to 200 wolves
1: oh i, I in, guarantee you in, in oregon what did you say it was a 36% increase when 2015
2: oh uh, well 16,
0: let's take a look here. in oregon
1: 2015, it
0: was a 36% increase, 11 breeding pairs. And then 2018, 137 wolves, 16 packs from 12, four or more in a pack. Eight other groups of two to three packs, and then confirmed 15 of 16 packs are breeding pairs.
1: We're well over 200, brother.
0: Yeah. We have to I believe that. We have to be. Well, I I saw a, a, a video of... Um, and, and granted, it's a video of somebody posting it, and it could be complete bullshit. But he, he, the, basically, the video was, here's a pack of 13 that that, that doesn't exist
1: in Oregon. I'm like, well, I believe that. None of them were collared.
0: Sure. None, of, none of them were collared. Sure. You know, I was like, okay, well, I believe that.
1: Yeah. And so, if the okay, if we know that they we have 124 and there's only half of 137. Just, 137, 68 of them collared. Okay. Yeah. Only monitoring 14, by yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. The 68 of those 134 collared. That leaves plenty of them not collared and, and, and not monitored and have going? no idea of what has grown from that. Especially when you have eight packs of two to three running around. And Absolutely. they're saying, here's my problem with
0: the breeding pair. It doesn't take into consideration, are they capable? It takes into consideration how many pups made it. Right. Then that, to me, is bullshit science. That is bullshit science. Because what if one pup made it? I'm sorry. That's still a successful breeding pair. That's the way it goes though, right? Right. You're not always – That's that's the bro science I'm talking about in the, right. in, in, the, in the pro-wolf community. I'm like, okay, you're skewing the numbers here. Yeah. And and another thing I want to bring up before we get in here is is with the uh, the depredation, uh, you know, of the, of the calf mortality rate being 7% with wolves, you know, and they say they only take out the sick and the weak and the tired, uh, you know, during, during the winter in the northern range of the, of the Yellowstone, there's strong research and many researchers that believe that six time, or a, a bull that hangs out in his winter area after he's lost 20% of his you know, body and, and, and strength and is depleted right. after the rut are six times more likely to be eaten by a wolf than any other elk. And it's because they hang out up top because maybe they, they're theorizing here, but maybe they can't make it down to the lower agricultural grounds because that will kill them. They right. need to feed now um and they need the feed where they're at and plus there's less pressure and there's still feed there because all the other cows and the calves go down so there's multiple reasons for them to stay up high but that's also an easy target for a wolf as soon as they hit that deeper snow they're screwed they're gone right uh cory jacobson i think he ran across six or seven big bulls on his hunt in idaho he was he was looking for a wolf and through following the wolves around, he ran across big bull, big bull. They weren't killing rags. They weren't killing little ones. It was big, healthy bulls that he was chasing around, I think, that bow season. And so, yeah, I guess at that time, that's a weak, one of the weakest elk in the herd because they're tired old bulls. I mean, they are. They got their asses kicked or were or, or handing out cans of whoop-ass during the rut. Right. <laughs> you know, they got right. no energy. They can't even make it down to the agricultural grounds. They just have enough energy 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 to feed and wait till the snow pushes them down. And I I believe that is another skewed bull you know, bro science. You know, they're only killing the weak and the and, and the young and I just don't buy it. That's not right and that's actually, not true. It's not accurate.
1: Don't you think that would over time just completely kill the genetics or possibility of genetics? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Or your bull to cow ratio is going
0: in the tank. Right. In the tank. Right because those those younger bulls, typically, I found that they hang out and they go down with the herds. It's the yeah. bigger, older, mature bulls, right? And we have areas in northeast Oregon where I think that they will that same scenario could happen over here on the coast. It's it's a different ballgame. game. It's just theorizing what would happen over here during the winter. There, there's it's not even a big deal for for over here. You know, they have feed
1: year round over here. They do. They don't get snowed out. But that's doesn't mean that they're not going to kill them anyway. The big bulls. They're going to kill whatever they can get Whatever their they lips can get. On. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. talking.
0: So I'm talking this study would relate to our Eastern friends on the Eastern right. side of the state. So, you know, there's there, there's plenty of examples where I believe the ODFW isn't being upfront with everything, where the wolf community or even the feds or whatever state, you know, biologists are being the bro science guys right. on this one. Is there anything. As far as meetings coming up that somebody could plug into, where would you get the information to go fight these things?
1: Well, they stopped (laughs) handing. So I used to get information through. Oh,
2: God. (laughs) I'm
1: drawing a blank on his last name, and it's so stupid. His first name's Bill, but he's uh, big into Oregon Hunters Association. And so... Bill Jackson, he lives up by me. I know Bill. Okay, so you know Bill. Yeah, so he's a great dude. Great you dude. Know? Yep. So he just yep. called and talked to me not too long ago. Long story short, shout out to Bill. Um, he was <laughs> the one that would, because he's retired, was able to to keep me informed. Yeah. Through OHA yep. of these meetings, well, they stopped sending information to Oregon Hunters Association because they didn't want to show up anymore. Who? Oh, or the ODFW? The, well, it's, most of these are ag agencies that are holding the meetings because the biggest problem right now is with the livestock and the only reason i say that is because they're the ones throwing the fit right hey we're fucking losing cows
0: coordinating these meetings with the ranchers
1: yes okay and so the those would be sent out in blips um because oregon department of fish and wildlife they have to have a guy there too right and oha would pick up on it and then they'd go well now that no longer happens right so you have to go through alternative routes you have to stay privy to agricultural meetings mm-hmm. and pay attention to them and i can't catch them all or be part of oregon wild you'll find out <laughs> all you want right so right i'm not going to say nothing there but i have been able to find out about a few meetings through that because i have a friend who's super liberal yeah i even have liberal friends can you hey, believe Look it? at you you're open-minded I, I love that person. <laughs> I've known him for 25 years, and I'm not going to be not be their friend just because they think, you know, Donald Trump's a douche because that's well, pretty much all they ever talk a large, about. A, large <laughs> <laughs> ever, a large part of
0: my know? family uh, in law are super liberal. Like all my in laws are liberal, minus Kim's side.
1: You know, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. We we've we have to learn how. Which to, is fine. It's it's fine. You've got to learn how to play together a little bit and just kind of. I I like to say that more conservative people do better job of letting shit roll off their back. She would, my friend would say no. She <laughs> she is she is a neurologist. She's a brain scientist. Oh. Okay, so she's big into the science shit anyway. Yeah. But the great thing is that she is a Coos County person. Oh. Who also gets it a little bit right is open minded to the more open minded to yeah. things, and so. Yeah. Um, I think it's huge being able to, you know, confide in somebody else who will help you kind of get information that you might need because, you know, I'm not going to be able to show up on Oregon wild page, right? Right. They're going to sniff you out in a minute. Well, this guy's a taxidermist. What's he doing on our page? Right. You know? So, and I also think that social media is kind of a bullshit place to have these arguments, man. It really is. I don't it's feel not like getting like it's doing anything. Any, yeah,
0: I say it's not doing anything. It's just an echo chamber that no one that actually matters is listening
1: to. Right. I mean, I mean, you're talking I don't some, even read half the shit anymore because it's pathetic and it's stupid and it's ignorance thrown everywhere. Yeah. I do follow the uh, Oregon Wolf Education page, and because they'll give blips, hey, so and so just got hit, so such and such just mm-hmm. got hit, but it's already been made public, right? Mm-hmm now i have the ability to see things before the public gets it right so unfortunately i can't really say much because i said i wouldn't and so and and honestly there's nothing right now pending that's that big of a deal that nobody else doesn't know anything about right, right. i knew that they'd found these wolves up tokey way before it came out on social media right you know which I didn't say anything to anybody. I don't think it matters right now. They're there. We they're need... not going anywhere. No, telling we, people is not going to do. We anywhere. already knew that they were there. Right. I'm just waiting for the fucking email that hey, they're down here in Glide, waylaying and Sheep. Right. Because it's coming any day, any day. I'm waiting for an, on the
0: west side of I-5 to get that email or get that news. Curry story. County. That's it. Ah, oh, yeah, you're right. You're. Right. I mean, no, I'm what, talking what, about like, you want? I'm talking about like Douglas County. Like, well, yeah, drain I mean, your, your neck of the woods. I don't want to see them there, you know. It's coming. Well, I know, but I, there's a lot of people, right? Well, there's not a lot of people in drain.
1: You want to come smoke a pack of day?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have it mounted and, and gutted before anybody would even know. <laughs> oh my God. I shot this in Idaho exactly on my deer tag, on my deer tag, yeah. <laughs> Uh, which I I actually heard heard my first wolf when I went to Idaho. It only took three days of hunting to hear
1: a wolf. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know was it wasn't it as, a coyote. Was it as magical as you always hoped it to no, be? No, and
0: and I can't <laughs> prove anything because I didn't see it. But it was like a deep, deep, deep coyote, and it was like, Ooh, and then just kind of faded off, and that it was didn't like sound that deep, way over there. It was like way down there. It wasn't like the whole the howl. It was like right. a wasn't like a yipper. Or a, it wasn't a coyote it sure as hell tell you it wasn't a coyote i've heard those things pretty much my whole life oh, around yeah. the woods this was a big ass dog sound like a wolf to me from a guy who's never heard one i immediately went that's a wolf and my dad's like that was probably a wolf you know i'm like yeah i think so too and and uh yeah we didn't see a lot of deer in that area but um we did see one one pack of elk and uh, or pack of elk I'm talking wolves one herd of elk and uh, and we heard some wolves but well i don't know if that's
1: a good thing or a bad. i would have shot it because with a deer tag you can tag a wolf absolutely yeah i would too. Yeah. that's the, that's the other thing that we have to really start thinking you know eastern hunters do really good at that they will shoot a predator over a deer any day yeah all day long coyote comes through they're they're shooting at some bitch. Bobcat comes through. They're getting rid of him. And and we don't do that. I mean, I'm guilty. I don't. Of, I'm guilty of that, man. I, I how many coyotes have you looked at and been like, oh man, you yeah. Know, well, we're here. Yep. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not that. spooking a buck.
2: Nope, not doing it. Nope.
1: I passed
0: him up with my bow. That I wish I wouldn't have done because there's a four point buck in the unit right below me, eighty yards when the when the uh, when the coyote was literally ten yards in front of me looking at the deer, head yep. looking. I could have just put it right in the back of his chest. Not even, and you didn't didn't. because you
1: wanted that buck. I wanted that big four point. Yeah, and think about now how if you get to be my age, you're going to be like that was dumb. I should have smoked that because I didn't get either of them. (laughs) But you know, whatever. Yeah, I'm guilty. I've done it. You know, man, I ain't fucking with that bear. You know, we're deer hunting or whatever. Yeah, there's only been one time that I've ever shot a bear on a deer hunt. Really? Yeah, but he was. Twenty half inch skulls, the biggest bear I've ever killed. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna not shoot that bear. <laughs> I'd looked for him forever, right? And yeah. here he is. Yeah. Well, so Well,
0: I appreciate you coming on to the show, man. We're reaching two hours. I hope that the uh the folks listening to this got something out of it. My pardon language. <sighs> Me too. I got fired up. I, I dropped some hard F bombs in here, I might edit out. Um, You'll be editing me all day. I'm but only going to know edit, that coming in. Yeah, you know, I'm only going to edit three spots and one. It was a, it was a pretty hard f bomb, and uh I, I I don't feel good about it. But um, you know, I
1: got fired up there for a second. So it's easy to do. It's easy. Yeah, because it's it, it's, a, it's you know the f the true f bomb is frustration. It is. It's frustration. Yeah. It's it's it. That's the true f bomb here because we're at a, a lot of us are at our wit's end. Because we don't know how to um, how to kind of get it wrangled in to where it's going to be manageable. We don't see management. We don't see it going anywhere. And I really don't think it is, right? right. But at some point, we've got to figure that out. And we've got to get together on it because, or not, if you don't, I mean, if, it just depends on how much you yeah. really enjoy hunting, yeah. you know? So my, the, my suggestion is either put up or shut up. Right. You know, either get involved or, you know what, just be braced to never hunt again. And all the dollars that we've spent on this crap yeah. is all going to be for naught,
0: right? Right. Well, I, I totally agree. And, and I I plan on trying to catch more meetings when I can. If they're during a Thursday at 1 o'clock, man, I, I can't go. I, I get got it. I, got I totally order. do. But if, if there's anything else I can do, if you want to come back on the show, you heard something from the Wolf Advisory Committee you're always welcome back on and uh, well
1: man the next meeting that's out of town that i hear if it's any time that's feasible i'm gonna let you know and maybe we'll go together that way i won't be the only one getting escorted out (laughs) (laughs) i'll be like what he
0: said you're out of here too actually i'll probably just (laughs) let you do all the talking yeah well yeah i'll try i might be a little bit more pg than you
1: a little bit
0: (laughs) guaranteed well i'll just wear a suit maybe people will take me seriously I okay then we aren't going together <laughs> <laughs> yeah you show up in car hearts and in, in a flannel or something no one will take us seriously i try not to look like a hunter i don't yeah. go in there
1: i just i'll try just and-
0: go what i'm wearing i obviously as soon as they see my shirt and shit, oh, yeah. they'll know but you go in there prepared with ammo maybe they'll take you more seriously i don't know they like oh shit people are starting to figure this out i don't know well, my, dog, my dogs are freaking out right now.
2: What? You know, I mean, there might be wolves. a wolf out there. There could be. <laughs> There's probably a wolf <laughs> out in the front wolf.
0: yard pissing on my tires
2: or something.
1: <laughs> uh, all right. Was there any closing thoughts on your end, my friend? I, I'll just say it one more time. Guys, if you listen to this, especially Oregonians, get involved. Start making that your – I mean, in something – doesn't re- just get involved in something. Go to these OHA banquets and support it a little bit, and maybe we can talk to guys there and say, "Hey, let's try and throw some money at yeah. this and get some stuff going one way or another." Um, when try- is the OHA banquet this year? Have you heard? It's in September, so ain't nobody going. What? Yeah. Why are they hold it? I thought they always hold it in May. They do, but so in May it's going to be the state banquet at Seven Feathers. So the Umpqua I'll chapter. Go to that. I only go to the Umpqua oh, chapter, no, so I go to I, the... I don't go to the Big yeah. Dog. So the Umpqua chapters in September. I ain't going to that. Why don't you go to the Big Dog with with me this year? We'll buy a table or something. Not buy a table. Buy a few seats or something. <sighs> I guess maybe I <laughs> yeah, will. How can you do I that? Go you every have year. a wedding. Plan. I go every year. You're getting hitched June. Yeah, that. How you ain't got man? You're gonna be. St- Sampling cakes and ain't <laughs> Don't even try and make plans. <laughs> Don't even try it. Because um, I'll be sitting there by my little lonesome. I'm not going to that. Where the hell's Garrett? <laughs> yeah. Okay, when I get the day
0: and I find out the schedule or whenever. I'll talk to Jeff. He's on the OHA board here locally. Uh, my stepdad. Uh, I'll, I'll, we'll try and plan it out. Because I've gone
1: almost every year. To it to which one the OHA, the state one, the state one? Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Well, See, the, I've never been it's to it a... when it's at the casino at the seven feathers, yeah, okay. I, I go to you.
0: those almost every year. I feel like it's every other year, but
1: it, I think it is every other yeah. year.
0: I mean, I go to them when I can.
1: I've never been to that one,
0: it's good, man. It's I'm fun. sure it it's is 500 people there.
1: Well, I mean, I bet money. you we're pushing that at the, the local getting... ones, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I don't maybe know.
0: not. I don't know. I have no idea.
1: There's usually quite a few. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think we beyond OHA, we we need to organize some kind of way. We need to get someone to spearhead it because nobody's going to listen to me, but we need to kind of do that. And yeah. I th- I think we need to figure out a way to Get the attention of the people up there at the the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife right, right. that that hey we we know what's going on, yeah, we can see it. we know what you're telling us I want to see that this the is what's going on, yeah, and what are we gonna do to resolve these issues because it's not working. what you guys are doing isn't do- you're doing nothing right so since we're paying you, we need you to fucking do something, right, right. Honestly, no, and uh, really, you know, I I want to come off, and like I said
0: in the beginning, I'm not anti-wolf. If anything, I'm anti-ticks. Fuck ticks. I hate ticks. They serve no purpose. Maybe snakes too. Snakes serve a little bit of a purpose, but they're they're devil creatures. But ticks, they serve literally. How many times not have one you had a problem with a snake in the state of Oregon? Every my whole life. Every time I've seen one, I have a problem.
1: Do you even know what it is? A snake? Yeah. I, what kind it is? Or do you just I be know, like, oh, that thing's a death If you're adder.
0: deathly afraid of something, you know a lot about it.
1: I'll tell you all right now. So you can look at a snake and tell what kind it is. Gardener snake, red racers, all that, bull snake. Those things ain't going to jack with you? Dude, I don't know How many know rattlesnakes it have you seen? I've seen. In western Oregon? Two. And how many out of those two bothered you? Was I you? in a tree? Both of them. Uh, did they bother you? Yeah, they bothered the hell out of they me. They did. They came after you. With their eyes. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't do snakes. If I You I'm know that anti-net. little corner store, that cougar <laughs> cannabis, you need to quit going there. Okay? Them the, the freaking Man, they got those devil <laughs> little eyes and no, what a, I don't know, man. A tick. I can't believe you got you
0: You know, you're probably more apt to dying from Lyme disease than getting eaten by a
1: great white uh, me, yeah, because I ain't freaking. I am too yeah. old to be getting in that water with ticks them sons of bitches. Ticks don't serve a purpose. They don't. Sure, they do. What do they do? Suck blood. Yeah.
0: Why? Because they're vampires. <laughs> they don't serve any <laughs> purpose. It's not like this bird over here, this hummingbird, is relying on ticks. What has a tick ever done? They're to a really part of bug the, you. Crawl on me and bite me and suck my blood, and give me a big ass were like now, have
1: you seen those badass little dog tools they they look like a little L you hook it and you twist it and boom he comes right mm-hmm. out I pack one with me when I'm spring bear hunting I don't like ticks I had uh, nine ticks on me last year and two or three of them actually got in and we're sucking blood. You're gonna die from Lyme disease. Probably already. You probably have. already have. You yeah. probably have lemon, lime, and orange disease. <laughs> you are freaking because you are fruiting out right now. <laughs> you are def. So, you're definitely done oh, for. Man. I can tell. I, well,
0: I'm not anti-wolf. I'm anti-ticks. So I, I guess there we go. <laughs> but and so you know, and, and I, I I guess by default, because the the side of the aisle I'm on, I'm on the anti-wolf because that's the side that's more with me. You know, in I don't know. I guess I'm technically anti-wolf, but I'm not anti-wolf. Wolf, well, wolf, it's, it's not a wolf's fault. It's a wolf. It's not a wolf's fault that it does what it does. It's just doing what it's programmed to do.
1: No, an anti-wolf is just an easy statement, right? It's yeah. just because, you know, it's just easier to say it. I'm, I'm anti-wolf. anti-wolf. Yeah, right? But what, I don't want people really thinking not. I'm
0: out there hating on wolves because I'm one of these shoot, shovel, and shut up idiots.
1: You know, I just I don't believe in it. I don't believe in that for bears and a lot of guys are not like that with bears No, and there's tons of guys like that any anything that yeah. they just and it, it's just something they think is like a free thing to bowl over I guess which is kind of ridiculous uh, if you if you really just like to bowl shit over do yourself and everybody else a favor please go down to your local Marine Corps recruiter and sign the fuck up and go into the <laughs> infantry and have a have a blast with it boys yeah I've been there I know what it's like I know I I know what it's like to laugh and high-five when you just got a freebie, right? Yeah. So <laughs> if you're really that kind of a human, go sign up. Hmm. I, most of them won't, right? They're right. just shit talkers. I agree. It's, it's stupid. So it's, you're not going to
0: join my anti-tick campaign is what you're saying?
1: <sighs> I mean, <laughs> I, they don't really – I probably – dude, I'm a foul piece of shit. What about that's mosquitoes? probably why they don't – oh, God. I would join that. Okay, but they the fish do eat
0: the mosquitoes, but I think the fish can live without mosquitoes. I give mosquitoes. a fuck.
1: How many times have you been hiking up this time of year? The snow's starting to melt. Oh, God, July, June and July can be the worst. Horrible. Lamola, Tokidi. You pull up to a trailhead, yeah. and them sons of bitches are just hovering <laughs> out the window, and it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, I would, any campaign to murder every and all mosquito, I'm down with that one. Okay. The ticks, I don't know. They're yeah. just, maybe I'm just that foul, and they don't enjoy my blood. <laughs> i'm mean, i really not that great of a human right yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right man well let's go ahead and wrap this thing up we're at two
0: hours and uh it was good talking to you it's always good it's always fun man (laughs) it is so all right well we'll let you get going here man i appreciate everybody listening and uh wayne you want to tell them
1: about what you do real quick send them to you or are you too busy already what are you talking about your taxidermy i own wayne's taxidermy it's a little tiny taxidermy shop up in Yonkala. i'm i'm busy because i'm behind the snowstorm smashed me caved my roof in and put me five well minimum five weeks behind
2: which
0: by the way you were extremely smart smart not taking me up on my offer to help you work on your
1: house why is that i can't dude dude you don't want me working on your shit it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> I had a buddy come down from Tacoma, and he brought another guy, and we did it oh, in did one he? day. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, but I was it like, was just the time to get to do it, and it was, just, it, was it was. I'm really one of those
0: guys that has to search for the nail for six hits, and then tink, tink, tink. That's me. It would it would it would not be good. You guys would spend more time laughing at my ass than actually doing. Well, anything.
1: we actually used metal and used screws. So if you can run a screw, I can guy, do that. I've got an impact <laughs> driver, and I've got. Can all you hand up a sheet of plywood? What we do that can you clean shit up off the ground yeah we'd have found something for you hey there we go yeah you should have took me doesn't to matter offer. i would have happily come out there and helped you i'm back in the saddle i'm i'm busting stuff out trying to get it done um what's still a, with quality do you have <laughs> right. a website or some somewhere somebody can get a hold of you i have a facebook page wayne's taxidermy um naldo sherpa at 71 on instagram
0: naldo sherpa 71 at yeah. instagram okay
1: perfect man all right well we'll get you out of here yeah, I'm ready to go, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys.
0: All right, guys. That's this episode of the podcast. Uh, if you haven't yet, OP newsletter starting in the early summer, go visit the onpointpodcast.com. Click the sign up button for the newsletter and uh, you're gonna get discounts, you're gonna get the latest uh, updates for the content we have coming out, and just a bunch of good information, and I'm not gonna spam you, it's gonna be like once a month, so uh, if you wanna get, you know, maybe codes on the gear I'm using, maybe updates on all this other stuff, lots of really good in-depth information, I'm totally fired up to give that to you completely for free, it's, it's, just, a, it's just an email list, that's all it is, it's just a newsletter, and uh, you pay nothing for it, and all you do is you let me email you like, maybe once a month, and that's about it. So sign up for that. It's going to be the OP newsletter. It's going to come early, uh, early, early summer. And uh, that's on onpointpodcast.com. If you want to become a Patreon, you like what I'm doing here, go to patreon.com forward slash onpointpodcast and become a patron and any patron you know gets entered in cool giveaways and it has more of a say in the show they can interact with me more they get their questions answered um uh, you know directly and you just become more a part of the show and you actually get more out of the show probably i'm guessing if you're getting your actual questions answered so uh any amount gets you in one dollar five dollars ten dollars doesn't matter you're billed at like the beginning of the month. And, uh, it really does help to help me buy more gear to record better, upper high quality, uh, afford to go to more things and, and just get more information to people who need it. So outside of that, I appreciate everybody listening to the podcast and I will see you on the next one. Bye.